0: Hey, this is Nolan North, and you're listening to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour.
1: Why wouldn't you? Take it from me. Raphael from TMNT, go back to 2007. We'll save our brother, and then we'll save New York City. Or,
0: of course, you may listen to the Krang, because the Krang know that you should listen
2: to Turtles, Turtles, and Turtle Power Hour. Go listen, Krang.
0: Welcome to the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. I'm Spencer Toon. I'm Keith McGuffey. I'm Cody Tuckett.
2: Bringing it home, I'm Mike Templeton.
0: We're all here for a new year. Happy <laughs> New Year, guys.
2: <laughs> Happy New, new year. year. Man, I, m- I missed you guys. Year's. Even though we talked a lot over the past uh, week, I did miss you guys. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I missed this. It's us. been quite a while. I, yeah, it's been a while for you. I haven't talked to you in a while. Oh, yeah, I still haven't listened to
3: your Santa Snatchers episode. It Could
2: was a that? lot of fun once we figured out what we were doing.
0: <laughs> it, it, yeah, like you, you listen to that episode, and it sounds a lot less like a
2: disaster than what that chat looked like. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our chat was, our chat was such
4: a mess trying to figure out how we
5: were mm,
4: going do. Keith this is the blog. glue that holds the podcast together. I'll so yeah, it did, did kind, kind of fall apart
2: without you, Keith. We yeah. You know,
4: I'm
3: happy and sad to hear that.
2: Well, we didn't we didn't <laughs> want to do yeah. we didn't want to we didn't want to rewatch, you know, Turtle, you know, we wish you Would turtle Christmas without. I mean,
4: you. I did for the record.
2: Well, yeah, but, you know, you still don't have a full vote yet. So
4: I'll yeah. watch it under any circumstances. You, you only um, have three fifths of a vote. Right yeah, now. you only have three.
2: <laughs> Spencer, what are we doing tonight, buddy? Oh, man. Tonight. Guys. Hang on, guys. Uh, One, up? two, three, four. Turtles
0: count
4: them off. There is that That's what I was, I was trying it's, to
0: touch Turtles count them off and then one, two, three, four. Oh, okay. The, the point is, is we're, we're covering the 2003 series, which is the other reason what? Why I've been so excited to start today.
2: Oh okay. man.
3: So we're this is going to be within the, the 20 year window. The 20, we're still in the 20th anniversary technically because it's January think... right now. It didn't yeah. come out until February. So it's still technically within the year. Uh,
2: so, I've never heard of this. This is the first time I'm seeing this.
3: So, what, we did the first three episodes, which is Things Change, (laughs) A Better Mousetrap, and Attack of the Mousers.
0: And because this episode is probably going to be a jumping on point for listeners, I'll explain that our show is divided up into five segments? (laughs) 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 Several segments.
3: (laughs) Yeah,
2: yeah. In five segments, we have uh Let Me Tell You a Story where we recap uh the episode or media that we just consumed. We have uh Second Time Around, which is where we kind of dive a little bit deeper into what we noticed if there's any specific references to things that we uh that we caught or um the community has caught. Uh, then over. we put some anchovies okay. on this pizza where we talk about the things that we didn't like. Uh, And then we bring it back home with uh, I Love Being a Turtle, where we talk about the things that we did really enjoy from this. And then we end it with a news segment. And then if you stay long enough, there's a special bonus content.
0: Yeah, I guess in a way there's six segments, because after the show, we just throw on our pre-show conversations where we just, you know, end up talking for way too long about...
2: Yeah, if you're joining, if you're joining okay. us, uh, we are the Ninja Turtle Power Hour. Um, we've been doing this show for over 150 episodes now, um, yeah. and we're just now starting. Uh, what is it, season? Season four of our show is our fourth, our fourth New Year.
4: I, I mean, we've been doing it for three years. I don't know.
2: I oh, three years. You a track, track yeah, this yeah, yeah,
5: so season four.
4: four, where it's like season four season of Ninja Turtle, one, Turtle Power Game Hour, two, part seven. Issue number one. Yeah, no,
2: we're not do. We're not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> so This is season four of Ninja Turtle Power Hour, um, and uh, yeah, we come every Tuesday. Um, you can expect a new episode unless you know something happens, and then we'll we'll post it on our socials. That there's no episode this week. So yeah,
0: um, and we'll also be going back to our schedule of alternating between covering episodes of the cartoon and issues of the comic uh, every other week. So.
2: Yeah. So that's another thing well, we do is free we free we alternate free. media. So uh everything is clearly labeled on our um on our podcast feed. You'll see uh different colored logos to denote which uh media we're covering, whether it be a movie, the TV shows, uh comics, video games. Um that There's that way special miscellaneous Yeah, special miscellaneous episodes could be because we, we do interviews with creators and um other people in the community as well. Um, so kind of, you know, stick around. Hopefully you like us. Um, and, uh, yeah, 2003, so, baby
0: <laughs> without further ado,
5: let's, well, get let's, let's,
2: let's, let's give a little intro more, a little more of an intro to 2003, like, cause you can't just dive into this. This was, this was the big relaunch of turtles. Yeah. And like, cause a lot of people, you know, if you for some people on this podcast, this was their introduction to Ninja Turtles,
0: it was, it was mine. So, I was you know born in '97. So, when I was watching Saturday morning cartoons intently, uh, this was the series that was playing on four kids TV. Well, first it was the Fox Box, and then it was four kids TV.
4: Did uh, you ever watch One Piece?
0: I did not, so I like Fox Box was. With my memories, it was only there for just a very short period of time before it was four kids TV. I have more memories with four kids TV than I do with Foxbox.
4: Box. Got all four kids
0: watching what? Viva Pinata and Sonic X.
3: Oh, Viva Pinata! Oh, that takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Spencer, Soyata. you just opened a can of nostalgia worms over here. I'm <laughs> staying up late tonight. Oh man. <laughs> uh, so
2: me on the other opposite end of under the spectrum uh i was a senior in high school uh when this show came out and uh i remember being excited for a brand new turtles incarnation um and it just, just i mean cuz like i do you know i grew up on the show so i would always i'd always loved them uh and so i was really excited to start you know a new show with a new different take um and that's how I got into this one, Keith. What about you?
3: Uh, let's see. I was a freshman in high school, and I recently got a television in my room. So, like waking up Saturday mornings and watching this was a very special treat. I had always been, you know, I, I was a big fan of it when I was a kid, and uh, this show was awesome because it was like the turtles were like really cool, <laughs> like like the way a, a freshman in high school would think turtles were cool, you know. So it was just, I mean, it was <laughs> absolutely ab- perfect. I was exactly. <laughs> The, the, the target audience for this. I, I love this show. And then it's cool, too, because it's kind of rekindled my love for Turtles. And then later I found the Mirage comics, which then like kind of I was like, oh, these are familiar because it's like this cartoon also, you know. So I had kind of a, a backwards nostalgia in that way. So really cool.
4: How about you Cody Cody? Yeah. For me, like thinking on it now, as like we've been going through, I think like my key point in the TMNT world was always the action figures. And so I think that's why I fell off, because there was like such a long dry spell of action figures, I just kind of got out of the game completely. And I would still watch shows and cartoons, but it was very casually. So I was aware that it was on, and I would see it here and there, but it just didn't hook me. Because I guess at that point, I was just like, I had aged out of it to some degree, and it laid dormant. So I never fully watched the series, so this is kind of exciting for me to go through it.
0: Yeah, for for me, this series is like in a way because it was my first series. It's practically like definitive Turtles, almost like this is. You know, this was my
4: first experience with the Digital Turtles. Was this series? Yeah, that's why it's it's you most fun and... to like needle at Spencer by <laughs> using this series.
2: <laughs> you and you and a lot of people, I think, um, mm-hmm. and especially a lot of a lot of very vocal people in the fandom um, have all kind of. Uh, officially proclaimed this series as the best uh ninja Turtles series um for a number for a number of different reasons um which I personally am eager to see what you guys see in this uh, okay. because uh I've joked online um before about <laughs> uh how I feel about this series um and I've never, I've never bashed anyone for liking it, um. But it, but it, you know, f- as as the years have gone on, you know, and I've and more Turtles media has come out. This is this, it's it's just not my favorite of the Turtles. Like you know, with the cartoons, it's my it's my least favorite one. That's not to say it's bad. It's just not the one that inspires me the most. Uh, so when
3: you watch watched like five episodes though,
2: right? I've watched more than five episodes. Right. Um, See, you, watched, watched,
3: it's you, you can't get through nano, which is like the fifth.
2: Episode. Wait, well, yeah. <laughs> so, oh. Spoiler alert. Yeah. We're going to, that's going to be a real fun episode uh, to get through when we get to that one. Um, Cause that's usually my breaking point when I try to rewatch the series is like, <laughs> Oh yeah, this is the one I
4: hate. Um, I will but, say anybody who's like watched the whole series, they seem to love it.
2: And yeah. And, yeah, and so, that's, that's kind of why I, I was really excited to go into this because I want to give this a fair shake. And, um, because I like, uh, I wound up liking Mirage so much. I'm eager to see what, uh, how this adapts Mirage stuff. And I'm also eager to see how I, how this series kind of stands apart from the Mirage stuff because I'm already coming in liking the Mirage stuff. And I posted this question on our Twitter um, is if you saw this, how, like if you, if you saw this and then you went back to read Mirage for the first time. And so that, so you're kind of like, okay, that was easy. They just adapted that. How does the stuff that they didn't adapt, All the original stuff. How does that stand up? And that's what I'm kind of curious to see with this show.
0: I think that there's definitely some, I mean, as we'll get more into it, there there are definitely some super high points that come from the original stuff. And and there's also some low points, you know. (laughs) Yeah, because because there's
2: stuff like the Battle Nexus, there's Bishop, um, which, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff that we've seen come back in later iterations of Turtles. So, like, there, this show has lasting power. I would never call this an underrated show because people genuinely love this show so much.
0: Um, I mean, I, I would say that, like, in the overall public consciousness, it is uh,
3: eighty-seven. I wouldn't say. I
2: wouldn't absolutely. say, it's, I wouldn't well, it's, say it's, that. It's, kind of
0: a, it's the without. like. It's the
3: middle child, right? Like.
2: Yeah, that's Um, that's that's even those like blenders that
3: came out a couple years ago. Like they made these handheld blenders, and they made an eighty seven version and a twenty twelve version, but not a two thousand three version. Yeah, and so that's and
2: and and so it's it's definitely the middle child. Um, where
4: it's it's like shout out to
3: middle (laughs) children out there. Like you're you're, you are loved. Don't worry. Uh,
2: everyone knows the last child
4: is loved the best. It's it's
5: definitely Uh, the
2: middle. I mean, I'm the eldest, so. Uh, it's, it's definitely the middle child. That's, that's a perfect way of putting it. Um, because like it, it, nobody, like everybody knows this show exists. Like it, it's represented, but it just, it, it's, it's, it's stuck between the most famous version being the 87 cartoon and the, I want to say the biggest version being the 2012. Cause that was like, you know, that was the first one with Nickelodeon money
4: and so it's like, definitely like
3: the, it's the other jonas brother
1: yeah
4: yeah you know, we all know and it's so, there it's, it's also a big matter of timing where like the yeah. 87 folks um just kind of aged out and so there's this, that gap where just people naturally just kind of you move on to something else and well, then yeah, like this 2012 was 2012 is when they're like conscious enough to be like oh i do like team and t let me jump mm-hmm. back in and so it's just yeah. kind of like the lost era
2: well, I mean, and that was me. Like, I was that like, oh, I loved TMNT. Like, you know, I watched uh, The Next Mutation like we talked about. Like, I didn't. Yeah. I guess I didn't remember all of it, but I definitely like up to the at least the end watched The Next Mutation, which was only, you know, a couple of years before this was. So I'm, I'm still kind of in that range of knowing about TMNT and, and still liking it, which was yeah. why I was so excited to come back to it in 2003 as a yes, senior sir. in high school. Plus the thing
0: is, it had, been, it had been five years since there had been an Ninja Turtles TV show when yeah. the show came out.
2: And so, like, the toy line was dead. Um, Peter Laird had come into control of uh, the franchise solely. Uh, Kevin Eastman had sold his share to Peter at this point. Uh, and so, for a couple of years between there, between Next Mutation and uh, the 2003 show, Peter had been trying to kind of relaunch the Turtles brand um yeah. with a kind of a more clear focus under him uh and so he had started volume 4 of the comic book of the Mirage comic in 2001 which kind of which was kind of the first uh I, I the first iteration of this era of TMNT, i think like because yeah, you, you i kind of like lump it all together the like the peter era yeah and so during that time Peter was kind of pitching a couple different versions of a show, um, a more serious take. There was a CG version that you can find a a trailer of, um, on YouTube and like glorious two hundred and forty P resolution. Thank God they didn't go with that. Uh, (laughs) It looks so bad. It looks so bad. And there's also, there's also like press kits out there for it. There's pictures of like standees for, um, like trade shows to, to generate, uh, uh, financial support. Uh, there's also model sheets of an animated show, uh, that apparently was supposed to go to WB. Um, there's
3: like an animatic of that too. That's pretty good. Yeah. I think, uh, I haven't haven't
2: seen, Oh yeah, I do remember the animatic. Yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah. It's not like Um, fully
3: animated, but it's kind of sparsely. It it looks really good. It's It's, it's pretty similar to, to the final product too.
2: Yeah. And so, and so that's really kind of the, the bones, like the ground, uh, foundation for the 2003 show because that that one leaned really heavy into kind of that mirage aesthetic kind of being almost based on early uh kevin and peter like the way they drew the turtles with like you know the really square heads um and this and so eventually that kind of morphed into 2003 um to where we get this show with four kids uh producing it And uh, shifting over to like a more Michael Dooney art style.
0: Yeah,
3: it was also have you guys seen that weird like uh, the movie that Hallmark Channel almost did? I have seen that art that has come out since in the last couple of years of like them in street clothes and stuff. It's kind of weird. No, I
2: have not seen that.
3: Yeah, but it's weird to think that the Hallmark Channel would be where that would land knowing what the Hallmark channel has become today. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and this is like I said, this is the early two thousands. Like, you know, we're yeah, we're it's a, it's the wild west of like, you know, trying to figure out what kids like nowadays, you know, power Rangers was kind of on the way out. We're a couple of years away from, uh, from avatar, the last airbender. Right um, after
3: the, like, animation sh- or anime explosion with, like, Pokemon and stuff. Yeah, so, which yeah.
2: which we'll talk about later because, like, anime was just now really exploding in the U.S. And so a lot of companies were trying to figure out how do we, what do kids like about anime? How can we adapt that into our cartoons? And you can see a lot of that in this uh, cartoon specifically. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I mean, like, number one, I think a big thing that this show does is, like, it doesn't treat its audience like they're dumb kids. You know, like anime does. And I think that's the reason why kids loved anime so much is it didn't really like treat them like they were dumb kids. We still had censorship and stuff going on to try and like take out some of it. But for the most part, like it it treats you like you're, you're not an idiot. It's very heavily implied that
3: Shredder kills a dude at the end of the first episode. Yeah, (laughs) like they also don't explain like what the Mausers like. When I was watching that first episode, I'm like, I know all this stuff. If this was my first episode of Ninja Turtles, like I would have no idea what was going on. You know, they don't they don't name the Mausers. They don't give you any backstory to the characters. It's it's. I'm getting into the second time, and and I love stuff, but yeah,
2: yeah, like yeah, because I'm gonna bring that up in in um in those sections, but uh, but yeah, I just I really wanted to go into this show uh, and give it the respect it deserves. Because, because like I said, I don't hate this show. It's just my least favorite. And I really want to, I really want to give it that fair chance, especially for like everybody, especially for you, Spencer, because I respect you, you know. So mm. I, I'm going into this to give it the fair shot. Uh, I can't wait to get to Nano and see how I love that. Um, <laughs> but I
0: uh, love it. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> um, but I mean, but yeah, I mean and so going back and watching these um ha, it has been fun so far. Um and so I just wanted to give a lot of that background for the show because I think it deserves it before we just start ripping it apart.
3: Cool. Also, if you're a fan, I, they're re releasing the toys right now. The mm-hmm. the toys from the show, which is kind of cool. So if you're mm-hmm. watching or listening along and like, hey, I'd like to play with the action figures at the same time, hit up your target.
4: Yeah. Also, Super uh, Seven will be doing 2003 Turtles.
2: But yeah, you can you can buy the uh, the entire series on Blu-ray right now, which uh, Uh, we did an interview about earlier. Uh, You can also watch the entire series on Paramount Plus. It was the first Ninja Turtle show to go on Paramount uh, Plus, so it's definitely
0: loved. Leo was in the Super Bowl commercial from this. Yeah, I point business. that out right. a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. Leo
2: was he, in the Super Bowl commercial announcing Paramount Plus.
0: He didn't say a single word, and it didn't ever focus on him. Like he's literally just standing there next to RuPaul. But yeah, you know, he but, was there. He was there. It was two thousand
2: three Leo. Leo specifically, and yeah. that's important. Yep. That's what's important because like they could have used you know twenty twelve Leo, but they mm-hmm. used this one specifically
1: so that they. 2003 has always been on Nick's radar. All right, then. Without further ado,
0: let me tell you a story.
1: The Ancient One did tell me a story I think you guys would want to hear.
4: About Master Splinter's master, Hamato Yoshi. Well, let's hear it.
0: So, my episode is episode one, Things Change. It was released on February 8th of 2003 and written by Michael Bryan. The turtles are training in their lair when they are attacked by a mob of burrowing bots. They're they're called mousers. We don't know that yet, but, but we do know that as the audience who loves Ninja Turtles. They manage to repel the invasion, but the damage to their lair is too great. Parts of it collapse and separate the turtles from Splinter. They call him on his shell cell and plan to meet up with him in another part of the sewer. To get there, they're going to have to go topside. The next manhole is just across the street. However, some purple dragons have parked their armored truck on top of it. The turtles go to move it, but the gangsters are on their way back. Raph foolishly hides in the truck and gets locked inside of it. As the purple dragons drive off, Raphael's brothers are forced to chase the truck down and save him. At the gangsters' next stop, Don tries hacking into the lock, keeping the door shut on Raph. They get him out, but not before the purple dragons return. The turtles easily beat them up, but then, to their surprise, some ninjas drop into the alley. This is a bigger challenge for them. After putting up a good fight, they get away after Donnie hotwires the armored truck. They take the truck and the stolen money, they drop the money off with the police, and they take their new truck into an old old warehouse. They finally reach the rendezvous point and meet up with Splinter. Splinter takes them to the location of their new home. The end.
4: All right, my episode continues. Episode 2, A Better Mousetrap, air date February fifteenth, two 2003, written by Marty Eisenberg. We start off in the sewers. A mouser breaks through a brick wall as Donatello tells the story of what happened. The turtles find a woman in the dirty sewer water surrounded by mousers. We flash back to the turtles in the lair. Mikey is setting up TV equipment. Raph and Leo are still moving things from the old lair, their home of 15 years. Raph vows to find who built the home-wrecking robo-roaches. They drive back to the lair in their hover car. Good news for Mikey, his DVD collection survived. He turns on the TV and they see a story about Stocktronics Incorporated CEO, Baxter Stockman, unveiling his better mousetrap, the Stocktronic Mauser. The turtles express mild shock. Raph wants to immediately go kick Shell at Stocktronics, but Splinter warns them they can't afford to be seen by more humans. At Baxter's lab, we observe the Mouser in action, hunting down rats in a maze as April O'Neil and Baxter oversee and condone the rat murder. Baxter leaves to take a call from an important financial backer. Back at the lair, the turtles are training with Splinter. He then goes to bed. Meanwhile, Baxter is talking to a shadowy ninja figure as April snoops in, listening at the door. Back at the lair, everyone's sleeping, Raphael sneaks out but is caught by Leonardo. They fight until a mouser runs by, being chased by Mikey and Donatello. Back at Stocktronics, Baxter leaves for the day and April sneaks into his office and gets on his computer to find out his secret mouser plan. She finds a secret elevator that takes her deep underground as the turtles pursue the mouser through the dirty sewers. They watch the mouser eat through the pipes, causing a flood of water sweeping them away. April has then arrived at Baxter's secret Mauser factory, which is in full production, making tons of Mausers. She's caught by Baxter, who can't have this meddling woman ruining his plan. His machinery tosses her among the Mausers for them to kill her. The Turtles have pursued the Mauser all the way to the subway tracks, and they all hitch a ride on a subway train. April is fighting off the Mausers with a fire extinguisher, but there are too many, and she escapes into the water. She doesn't know which way out, as... She doesn't know the way out as it's like a maze down there. The turtles are also surrounded by mousers, which they realize are much tougher than the last batch. They fight it out as Donnie is super impressed with this technology. They defeat the mousers but leave one intact. As April is fleeing the other mousers, she face plants into the dirty sewer water and reaches a dead end. As the mousers leap at her to bite her face off, she is suddenly saved by the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles who make her faint with their gruesome appearance and filthy sewer smell. The End
3: riveting next we have tmnt 2003 season one episode three attack of the mausers original air date february 22nd 2003 written by eric luke so the turtles bring april back to their lair she awakes and is frightened but eventually convinces herself that she's asleep and calms herself down Uh, the turtles and splinter attempt to get her to answer some questions about the mausers Meanwhile, Baxter Stockman is using his army of Mausers to rob a bank by having them dig directly into a vault and steal all the jewels and cash and stuff. Back at the lair, April has some tea, and she's ready to talk. Splinter decides they can trust April to keep their secret, and tells her the story of how the TMNT came to be. It's largely the same story from that first issue of Mirage with the the canister of ooze and the turtles falling down the sewer, all that jazz. April asks how Splinter knew ninjutsu to teach it to the Turtles, and he says that's a story for another time. Michelangelo overhears a news report on TV about the Mauser attack at the bank. We then cut to Baxter's laboratory, where we get a nice scene of the Mausers coming home and pooping out all their loot for Baxter, and Baxter takes a mysterious call from his aggressive funder. The Turtles infiltrate Stocktronics from the sewer with April's help. She's then able to manipulate the security system to let the Turtles get to Baxter's main factory floor, but they're spotted by Baxter. He uses the factory machines to attack them, but the Turtles turn the machines on each other and defeat them. The Turtles then confront Stockman, and April shows up, saying that she has enough evidence to put Stockman away for years. But Baxter is able to call his Mausers back to Stocktronics to destroy the Turtles. He escapes in the ensuing Mauser attack. April and Donatello try to deactivate the Mausers, while the other three turtles prepare to meet their death. All the Mausers suddenly stop, and April reveals that they stopped because she overloaded them, not deactivated them. So now they're all going to explode, so the turtles and April escape at the last second. Baxter, on his uh, running away from the the fight, is intercepted by Hun, who's an enforcer for this mysterious funder of the Mausers. Uh, Hun takes him back to the, the big boss, the Thunder. Um, boss man puts on a Shredder claw, implying it's probably Shredder, uh, and says the Baxter should be punished, and Hun drags him away. Then, this Cyclops-looking guy comes in and shows Shredder the last image one of the Mousers captured, which is the heat signatures of the Turtles.
5: Bum-bum-bum.
3: The end.
1: Riveting. I love this series. Good (laughs) stuff. Honestly. Yeah. Really good stuff. And we're off. That's,
2: uh, we, that's the first three episodes of this show.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So let's uh, take ourselves now to the second time around.
4: Hey, uh, nice junk.
3: Should we start with the opening? I guess I have one for the opening. If that, if that is cool. That sounds great. Um, What do you got? Um, y'all have seen Akira. There's a there's an Akira motorcycle slide in the opening where like Raff is like sliding yep. away from the camera. It's exactly from Akira. It's really cool. Uh,
2: just another one of those anime references that I was talking about.
0: Yeah. Well, and definitely, it's where like my association with Ninja Turtles and motorcycles, especially Raphael and motorcycles, comes from. Oh yeah. Like I know that they had the next <laughs> mutation put Raphael on a motorcycle before say, this.
4: That's, oh geez, no. <laughs> True, but
0: <laughs> but you know, I, I like N- Ninja Turtles and motorcycles synonymous, especially the character of Raphael. Uh, I I don't know. I love seeing it.
4: It is a good combination. Yeah, you can get an um, action figure of it too. But, by the way, oh yeah. The
2: so this episode I've seen so many times, uh, mostly yeah. because I replayed the uh, the video game of this show. Or based mm. on this show from Konami. Yeah. Uh, and you have to kind of sit there and watch that opening scene of all the turtles trying to catch the candle from Splinter uh-huh. so many times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which, yeah, th- that brings over uh, a fun meme I love from that video game. <laughs> uh, that eight feet uh, as Michelangelo. Eat, eat,
0: eat, feet, eat, feet, eat, feet, eat, as he, as he tries to do his thing.
2: Yeah, as he tries to as he does as he does a little bicycle kick in the air. Um, this is an episode that you can watch on a Game Boy Advance to you know, if you wanna date yourself, a Game Boy Advance was the hot system at the time. Uh and we used to be able to watch cartoons on those. We'd have to buy a whole cartridge for it.
3: Yeah, it's wild to me that Game Boy isn't still a thing. Well, the Switch yeah. kind of like made it... I mean, yeah,
2: like, like the Switch, the Switch yeah, kind of yeah, makes so it up. Yeah, the DS, I know.
3: I'm just saying it's, well, it's weird like that we live in a world. Too. Yeah, it's just weird to me that we live in a world where a Game Boy is no
0: longer a thing. Yeah, it's pretty wild to think about now that you mention it. Uh, I think it, it's a good time to announce the new main voice cast of the Turtles and Splinter. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah, we've Raphael, we've got Greg Abbey. Donatello, we've got Sam Regal. Leonardo, we have... Michael Cinter Nicholas, I think is how you say that.
2: Cinter Nicholas. I
0: don't know. Cinter Nicholas. Yeah. Uh, Michelangelo was Wayne Grayson. And uh, the guy that has to own up to Splinter is Darren Dunstan. <laughs> poor guy. <laughs>
5: uh, poor.
2: Yeah, poor guy. I didn't uh, notice that.
3: Is uh, uh, it Greg Abbey is Raphael? He's he's credited as Frank Frankson.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it yeah, threw me for a second. I was like, I was like this hmm. is Frank Frankson. <laughs> yeah Yeah, your parents did not love you so this middle child getting so this show um because it was produced by four kids in new york uh this show was not union yeah uh so so a lot of voice actors uh you know pretty much all of them in this show were non-union voice actors uh and so some actors though because they wanted to do union work at the same time uh would use pseudonyms
4: Mm
2: -hmm uh which i believe that's where frank frankson comes from.
4: He's double dipping. He really. He yeah, really put a lot of thought. If you
2: look that. at Yeah, yeah right? if you look at if you look at like um like Metal Gear Solid is like the best example of uh voice actors using pseudonyms. Like uh, uh, like Greg Eagles uh, who plays um oh God, I got to forget who, who he plays in that game but he but like that's the main one i always think of. Um Autocon?
3: I was like trying to infiltrate something and someone stopped me and was like, what's your name? I'd be like, uh, Frank
2: Yeah, Frank frank's Frank Idle,
0: yeah. <laughs> There's that family guy bit of like P Yeah, exactly <laughs> And then like a griffin flies <laughs> yeah. in the background he's like, yeah. griffin, ah oh, darn it <laughs> Yeah, yeah <laughs> uh, Whatever he says, oh no mm-hmm. uh, Um Another thing about this episode is that the the stinger, you know, before the, the actual theme song begins, adapts the opening of issue one of Ninja Turtles, where Leonardo says, my name is Leonardo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, granted, the things he starts saying after that is a little different from how the comic book is. But either way, they're in an alley, ready to face the purple dragons, just like they were at the beginning of issue one.
2: I got it. I remember the reason why I always remember Greg Eagles is because his his pseudonym was George Bird. George Bird. Greg Eagles, George Bird. George Bird.
1: Um
3: Y'all got eyes on the uh, the Eastman and Laird cops, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. So the yeah. two cops that the uh that watch the action go back and the Turtles throw the the cash at uh, are based on Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. They
3: show up and- in another episode that we watched this, I'm pretty sure they're the only two cops
4: in New York. Yeah. <laughs> they seem like bad cops too. Like, they they, don't, oh yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, like he Eastman's apparently a, a rookie. He's, you he know, he doesn't know what he's doing. And later just
4: checked out. You know, he looks like the yeah. oldest cop. On the floor. I think
2: <laughs> their names are Sarge and Frank.
4: Yeah. Um,
2: which their Sarge names
4: Ardston and Frank Frankson?
2: Their names yeah. aren't in the. They're not named in the show. Um, they're actually named in the Dreamwave uh comic adaptation. Oh, uh, same thing with uh the Purple Dragons leader. Uh, his name is John. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, just John. Uh, he's named in the the Dreamwave comic.
0: Huh. So Dragon Face must be a different character then. <laughs> Must be another reason though why I think that this show is so important is that this is the first time we see like ninja rooftop parkour outside of the comics. Like, you see yes. a little bit of it in the comics, but like, this show is the first time we actually really see them doing a rooftop run, like running, doing flips over things, which is another thing that for me is like a staple of Ninja Turtles. And like the fact that it's lacking from like the eighty seven series, and even the nineteen ninety movie, only has like a little bit of rooftop moments. Like it, it's got two big rooftop moments, but it doesn't have like that that rooftop run where they're doing flips from building to building and and all the stuff that they do. Uh, I don't know. I, you you just get to see so much. Of, like I said, that ninja parkour, hopping up fire escapes. Uh, all, all of that, that that you just never really got to see outside of the comics. And and it's like I said, it's like a staple for for Ninja Turtles. And it's it makes it cool and fun to watch. Uh, and it makes it cool to be a ninja. Yeah, I remember I think it was really cool when I was in high school, too.
2: Yeah, like rooftop runs of like because because that's one of those things that like you're right. Every show has done. Since then, every every show and movie has adapted a rooftop run, and it's like I think they've done it in eighty seven, but it's like not it it, it wasn't like the cool anime esque rooftop run. Also, maybe like
4: the intro, like the theme song. Do they are they running?
3: No. No. Like, oh, yeah, they, in they do kind of there, but they're they're not like doing all the not, flips and stuff it's mostly yeah, just like they're not, they're, not the and the long, they're not
2: patrolling doing yeah like they're not patrolling
4: yeah, that was doing before culture discovered ground. flips so
0: this is a pre parkour universe that we're living in yeah. <laughs> well, we, we know that like to do like a somersault or to roll like in animation always looked like it was taking them like 10 years to do it yeah, uh, and back there's then, also back probably the a 80s. good
4: chance, like, back then, they'd be like, oh, we can't teach kids that they can do flips off a building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, but... It's yeah. easy to make that but, joke, but it's probably, like, literally, like, oh, no, we can't. <laughs> like,
0: like in, in those initial episodes of the 87 series, there is, like, a rooftop fight with those footbots, where they, you know, first clang. Yeah. He said clang. Uh, that That whole moment is on a rooftop. So, like, it's not like rooftop fights weren't in the previous versions. I mean, the 1990s movie yep. has two of them. Uh, but that, know, the yeah, but,
2: that, but that's, that's what I'm saying is like, it, it wasn't like them going on patrol like this, yeah. like yeah,
0: just, just running. That's around. the
2: rooftop run.
0: Yeah. You know? I mean, it's it's not so much even just patrol so much as it's just like, that is how they get around. It's like they are, you know, and, and you just get out and have fun. Like they just like in the 2003 series, it's more of just like, this is how we get out of the lair and, and blow off steam kind of thing.
4: Yeah. It makes but, sense. I mean, cause they can hardly walk like street level. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it is the safest way. Wait. Sorry, I'm going back to the
3: purple dragon. The John is the leader. Is that the dude with the blue hair that does Shredder kill
0: that dude at the end? Or does he come back?
2: Uh, I always thought he comes back. I mean,
0: it's assumed that he gets killed. The thing is, with the purple dragons, they reuse a lot of their models. Uh, You
2: know, like, yeah, because if I if you played that that video game I mentioned, he comes back a lot. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, he does. <laughs> he's he, is he the one with the baseball bat? You know, is he the is he the one with the baseball bat that jumps? Yeah, at Yeah, pr- probably. Well, that's the crowbar guy that jumps at you. I can't remember what he had. He might have
2: been the. Best uh, it guy. says that he. It says that he was replaced by Dragon Face.
0: Yeah, like he's replaced the leader's Dragon Face, but you might see him again in the show be, as a background thug because they might have just reused the model.
4: That's hilarious. And actually kind of surprising because this, this show is pretty good with continuity so far.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, the the thing is, whenever you create like a group of bad guys, you, I don't know, like you, you have to create like a whole crowd of them. And so, you know, you, you end up seeing repeats of that. Like 2012 dodged it, for example, by like having like their mobsters all wear ski masks so they could like, copy and paste the same model over mm-hmm. and over again. You know, it's much easier when you've got things like stormtroopers and stuff that you can that have no face like are wearing a mask like the foot yeah
4: it, it it totally makes sense because there are like budgetary concerns at the end of the day because animation is yeah. very expensive it is okay i'm going to keep an eye out for this john
3: character but i did find him on Turtlepedia. it does say in the trivia johnny was one of the few 2003 tmnt series characters to be killed albeit off screen yep and the the summary does not go past this first episode so I'll keep an eye out, but uh yeah, I'm pretty sure Truer killed this dude.
2: It says in season four you can hear uh, a voice clip of him saying, Let's get out of here from from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> so he comes back in some way. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, in spirit. We we yeah. We will see as we move on. We'll keep an eye out for John to see if they kept it up. I might be remembering it from the video game now that now that Mike is brought to. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> Told you that. That
2: well, video it's, game, it's a
0: hard guy to miss too. It's,
3: it's I think that video
2: design. game really influenced how I feel about this game. Cause like, or about the show more than maybe the show did. Hmm. Now that I'm thinking about it,
3: but I'm not a fan of that first one. I need to go back and play it again. Well, that's like the, that's the only one I ever one played.
2: So it's like,
3: Oh, uh, the second and third one are pretty good.
0: Um, but I think the third one's probably better, but I really like the second one. I keep trying uh, to beat the first one before I get to the second one, but I was playing through it as Mikey and i've been fighting the like han is his secret boss oh yeah that's a super hard fight he is so freaking hard i can't beat him or i can beat him but then i don't have enough health to make it through the rest because he's like first stage wipes out all your lives
3: i just remember too like when you fight the foot mystics like especially i think it was the water one which is like raise water in
0: the room oh just like hit you over and over and over jesus jones yeah that fight sucks him and the metal one anyway uh, should we move on to episode two? A better mouse. I think so. Yeah. So this is this, and a lot of the first episode and the next episode, number three, are all an adaptation of issue two yeah. of the Mirage Comics and Ninja Turtles. And this is our
3: intro to April. She wasn't in the in the first episode, which I thought was kind of weird. Yep. And she's voiced
0: by Veronica Taylor, aka Ash Ketchum,
2: the original Ash Ketchum. Oh no yep. way! That's awesome. Yeah, you didn't know that. No. I didn't know that either. Uh, so but a lot it of because I mean, it was four kids, so a lot of the uh, Pokemon voice actors are in this show too. Uh, John, the guy we were just talking about, uh, was played by Eric Stewart, who played uh, Jesse or uh, James and Brock.
5: Oh, awesome! Mm-hmm.
0: Also, we've got Stockman making his first appearance in this show, uh, and
1: he's voiced by Scott Williams. Nothing on him. Okay. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, like,
5: I don't other, recognize Other
0: than his voice is like for me the definitive Stockman voice. Like this, Stockman, a, I hear that voice too.
3: Yeah, it, it is. It software. is pretty
2: iconic. Yeah. Uh, Mikey has uh, a throwback line. Uh, Can we keep her when yeah. he finds yeah.
3: April? Mm-hmm. And Leo has a TCRI canister as well when they're packing up.
2: Yeah, when because because uh, they're packing up and moving to the new the new. Uh, sewer lair so yeah did leo just keep that in his room or who knows I, it must have been somewhere
0: we also end up getting a couple uh references to comic books in here just a few they're trying to decide what they want to call their their new home their new lair and they throw out the hall of Ninjustice, which is like the hall of justice from dc yeah the, sewer the, of uh,
2: school,
1: dude. the school for gifted reptiles
0: yep and, and at one point michelangelo the wall crawling to the guy in the blue and red tights yeah start climbing up the side of this wall with their spikes I,
2: mean, I always that was suit. always a line that like stuck out to me too is like raf um when he uh w- when they're hanging over the the whirlpool mm-hmm. uh he's like he's like watch where you're pointing those go blades yeah uh and, and so that was that was always an interesting thing that that uh, in this show, like they really tried to incorporate more ninja gear because that, because those were like, those are real things that ninja would use. Um, they're basically like, you know, just little, uh, like a little band you wrap around your hand and they have spikes in them. And so it's like, you can crawl on a wall like Mm Spider-Man. Uh, and that was, that was like the first thing I, or first, um, first time I, I had ever heard of those and that line reading by, you know, Frank Frankson, um, <laughs> that, that always stuck with me. Um, but it's it just, it's just cool. And it's like, you can buy them, you know, on karate, mart.com, <laughs> which is a real <laughs> really? website. Roddy, uh, yeah. Uh, they're just called, yeah. They're just ninja hand claws. You can buy them. You 15 thought
4: Kmart bucks. went away, but no, <laughs> no, <it's, laughs>
2: Kmart's Karate Mart now.
3: Karate.
4: Free shipping over that's, that's thirty-five dollars.
3: Oh, you have to get some, man.
4: Yeah, I want to see you climb up at least one wall, right. eight feet uh, or higher. Yeah. But yeah,
2: I just and so that was just the thing that always stuck out with me um, with this show, and specifically that line because, like, that's the first time, like, that's the first time they they start to really kind of incorporate the Japanese like like element of ninja turtles
0: i feel like actually name things and and give them the proper name yeah
2: because like i mean because like you know sensei like they that's kind of an easy one you know like everybody knows that means teacher and even like you know 87 did sensei but you never heard them call shuko blades in 87
3: (laughs) yeah i think they were even just called climbing claws in the first issue when they used them
2: yeah, and so like you can you can tell with this show they they wanted to try and be a little bit more
4: authentic. Uh,
2: so I watched this episode with my wife because uh, she's never seen this. Um, uh, she's never seen this show at all, and it was just kind of funny because like this is kind of my least favorite April design. Um, it's not an anchovy. It's just, it just it just is. Um, mm-hmm. and it was fun. And, and my wife actually like said she liked it and we were both joking about how this is how girls dressed specifically in this era. Yeah. Like it's kind of coming back a little bit though. And, and that's, exactly yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what she said. That's <laughs> exactly yeah. what she said. She said that it's kind of coming back right now too. Um, So like with, with the midriff t-shirt and like the really baggy pants and like the skater shoes, I was like, What it would crack me up, uh, was that April like just wears a lab coat over this? (laughs) Yeah, she's working.
0: That's the weirdest part. Yeah,
2: that's the weirdest part.
0: Well, like that's the thing is in this, and even in comic books, like there's so many women that like are in like professional environments. And they just are wearing, and it's usually probably for, like, fan service, but they're just wearing, like, clothes that are, like, would not be considered professional. Yeah, like, this is 100% not a professional outfit to wear in a
2: laboratory (laughs) for a man like Stockman.
0: Like, like you read Superman in the 2000s, and, like, how low the necklines of every single woman in the Daily Planet is, is, like, laughable. Yeah. Yeah. When you're reading Superman in the 2000s, like, everyone has got their buttons unbuttoned way too many like way too many
3: down yeah. well, she's working in like a laboratory like you have to like have your hair back and like not
4: wear baggy stuff so you don't get caught in machinery
2: yeah and she's stuff. got or it up in a messy bun with, little, with yeah. little
5: hair danglies know, like, Stockman
4: yeah. is also like a renegade lunatic so
5: he
2: could be but, okay but he's, some, but he's got a boldness. But, he, but he thinks he has class and that's that's why I don't buy April's outfit this is
3: like one secret, like, uh, guilty pleasure. He, he's like
4: crossed yeah, out a bunch of stuff in the dress code, yeah, <laughs> like, he's like, he's, in like, the like gotta,
2: he's like, I just gotta see that
4: belly button, yeah. yeah exactly. I mean, maybe that is the dress code, maybe he forced her. To I mean, like yeah, yeah, like maybe, yeah,
2: maybe, maybe, maybe Stockman is that creep, you
4: know, yeah. I mean, I mean, in
0: story, maybe, but you know, out of story, we know that it's because. Back but in the day you had one run. outfit in a cartoon and, and yeah. still even to this day, you have one outfit in a cartoon you wear it.
2: Well, day. And, and that's what's so, that's what's <laughs> so funny about it is that like technically putting the lab coat on is another outfit. So it's like yep. you're drawing that on top of her base outfit, just give her a new outfit.
0: Yeah. And well, it's like, later on you will see her actually have a full long sleeve t-shirt. Like she actually does get a few other outfits as the series. Yeah. No, yeah. I
2: mean, even, even April in 87 did. Yeah. Um, But it's like, it's just, it's just funny that like this specific one, they just put a lab lab coat over her midriff (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. And that's just, that's just funny to me.
3: There is, is. I'm trying to find a picture of it, but I have like playing cards that were made like very early on in this show's run. And she is wearing like a full outfit. Like she doesn't have the bare Mm -hmm. midriff and she's like doing karate too. as, As though she was like part of the team, which is kind of a cool concept. I think
2: I remember seeing that art um yeah i
3: put it on her on her instagram i'm trying to find it but
1: i for life of me, cannot find that post but yeah anyway all right moving on to episode three then attack of the mousers
3: um so the origin so- of this is just a little bit different than the mirage comic origin mm-hmm. um, just a couple details like uh, it's a, it's another kid that knocks the turtles out of the kid's hands, not the canister, and the canister doesn't hit anyone in the eyes or like yeah. the turtles or anything. So it's just slightly different.
0: Yeah, they they kind of removed the daredevil as much as they could. It seems like uh, <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, the, the other thing is is that I guess in other ways that this is different from like its its mirage counterpart is that Stockman was not working for Shredder, like he was yeah. totally acting independently. And yeah, he was, yeah, actually was Shredder holding was dead by then. Yeah, he he yeah. was actually holding a a building hostage essentially. Like he was going to have the robot, like the Mousers, eat the foundation out and collapse the building, if they didn't pay him out a certain amount of money. So that's kind of more what was going on in that story versus versus this one, where we learn that he's like robbing banks on behalf of Shredder and is doing this for Shredder instead of being
1: his own mm-hmm. his own villain. This is Which also I, the. Hmm? no go on sorry i'm not gonna i'm not about to build on that
0: so if you want to say something say it
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh i was just gonna say like because i don't know where else to put this why do about mousers really kind of stop being a thing he should always be making mousers and never stop no matter the iteration because they're kind of op i think it depends on
0: the funding i think he needs the funding for it right you know that seems to be a big
4: hurdle Yeah. yeah yeah manufacturing costs i guess
3: it is wild though, like how like consistent that design is across the iterations of turtles. Yeah. It's and, like perfect, it's, it's yeah, a perfect
5: bro. Yeah, yeah, really.
3: Uh, yeah, really. And it shows up like everywhere except the movies, really.
4: Like it's it's always like an earlier uh story that they have.
5: It's yeah. just
1: so
4: that like the round beak thing and then like the spiky teeth. It's just it's too good not to do. Yeah. like, like it, it,
3: it poops story. out the, the gems at the end. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but this is also the first ever appearance of the character Han, uh, Ooh, voiced yeah. by Greg Carey,
2: who the, is Han, a this, fantastic addition to the Team Mythos.
0: Yeah, no, he and he's he's like original of this series. This is when he first came in.
4: I think in my head, I always conflated him with the the tattoo figure.
1: That's,
2: yeah, he's like guy.
1: the sumo the I guess, sumo.
2: But I don't really i I mean, other than having a tattoo, like they're not real. Yeah, it's just that like similar. he's
4: like a big bulky dude for some yeah. reason in my brain, I always just assumed like those two were the same character,
0: yeah, and he's also the only uh I think he's the only cartoon character that first appeared in a cartoon and then made it into the Mirage comics,
2: kind of a harley Quinn situation
0: yeah yeah he he's the only one who ever done that. He ended up being in in uh, Tells the Teenage Mutant Turtles Volume Two at some point. I think because they, they I mean,
2: because they online. they do bring some stuff from this show back into Volume Four as well. Uh, yeah, like the idea of the Battle Nexus, I think,
0: first showed up in the 2003 series. In that yeah,
2: it, the it predates it predates because uh, the it didn't come out in the comics until 2006, and then um, I think Battle Nexus is, is in like it's like the next season, isn't it?
0: Uh, it's either season two or three. Either way, 2006 yeah, yeah, is when Fast Forward is yeah. happening, so definitely the it, battle nexus had already happened.
3: You should check out Hun's uh, mirage design, too, because, like, his tattoo, um, it's, like, upside down from what it is in the show, where, like, the, the dragon is on his shoulder in the show. In the comic, it, like, it goes down his arm, and, like, his fist is the dragon skull. It looks really cool. That, that's actually awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm a fan of that.
2: Well now I'm gonna go look it up. Yeah.
3: Um when Splinter's telling the flashback, it does kind of appear that all the turtles have red red bandanas, which is kind
2: of Yeah, cool. it's like a cool sepia tone. Uh, yeah.
3: it's like it could or it couldn't be, but it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also like uh that Stocktronics logo is the same like S that you used to draw on your trapper Keeper. I, I was
2: I thought the <laughs> same thing. I was like, that's a Stussy. <laughs> Yeah, that's a Stussy. It's not quite a Stussy. Like it's, it's, it's not, not but it's, it's not, not what but it is. It's, yeah, it, but <laughs> if you drew those, you 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 look at it and you're like you're you're side eyeing it. Yeah. Um, but that said, it is a pretty boring logo for a for a uh, tech company. <laughs>
0: I think it's all right. You know, I don't know. I use I use it as a logo in, in like a fighting video game. Next, I to know you clock.
2: like this show, Spencer, you know? but you don't have to. <laughs> you can. You, to can think of a you can not, not like some things. That's the yeah, best yeah.
4: part of 2003 fans. It's like it's so easy to poke at them. <laughs> <laughs> you
5: you love bo- it so I'm much.
4: It's like, like, even is- like, even if you're not meaning to, it's like you can tell they love it so much. They're just like, don't you touch it. Don't you harm it?
1: <laughs> well, I don't and know. Like, the logo is logo's fine, Mirage.
0: Like the logo, the logo is like whatever, you know. It is just an S. but, but uh, I don't. I just don't know what else you would do. I guess for for Stockman's logo, maybe yeah. maybe someone could come up with a better one. Big Mauser head. Uh, let's see what
3: else do I have for this. Oh, we get a cowabunga! Michelangelo says Cowabunga is a baby. We and he do. He gets, gets the whole thing out. He tries to do it in the first episode. Raphael pushes him down a hole. Um, <laughs> but I but wonder, in this one, we actually get the full thing.
2: I wonder how much like pleading they had to do to get Peter to approve that.
3: Yeah. I, I, I wonder, like, it seemed like he had a lot of veto power from from reading his blog and stuff. So, But yeah. there were things that he conceded on as well. So curious.
2: I mean, yeah, because I'm not saying that like Peter was like some kind of controlling monster or anything, but like, you know, this was this was his show, basically like this was this was the first show where he had 100% basically control.
0: It is cool, actually, because he actually has on his blog like a lot some letters, like a bunch of his emails back and forth between uh, the people working on the show and his notes on different episodes. Yeah, it is interesting to see the details that he kind of cares about uh like not not so much like things like oh that's reminiscent of 87 show i don't want that i, I actually haven't even seen any of that but there, there's certain things where he's like i can't i can't remember any of them specifically but there, there's just certain like details that he's like very detail oriented with the story yeah that's like this wouldn't really make sense like mm-hmm. i think it would make more sense for this character to to be doing it this way and he offers them a suggestion of how to change it
2: yeah like uh, if, you, really if you if you ever get the chance like definitely go find peter laird's blog um, especially
0: if you're a 2003 fan like there's a lot of nuggets there's on
2: there. yeah it's just a treasure trove of information going back to 2008 in fact he actually just made two new blog posts a couple months ago um for the it, it was for the manhole cover but i mean mm-hmm. he's he's still active on it
0: wow yeah i didn't even know that he just barely updated it i haven't checked yeah. it in a long time
2: uh, i mean last time he'd updated it was 2018 so yeah no i mean, he, mean he's he, definitely very sporadic with it yeah. Um but yeah, like you can you can see like there was 168 blog entries in 2008, 167 in 2009, 185 in 2012, you know. I wonder what was going on that year. Uh, <laughs> so um I mean yeah, so like Peter Peter's notes are really helpful in kind of documenting everything that kind of went into this series. And it's really cool that he kept all of these and has preserved them. Um online for everyone to read
0: well it's interesting because it even seems like he had his own like his own like training thing where he like would like give like seminars or whatever to the people working on the show kind of thing like uh i can't remember anyway i'm just reading different things like where he straight up like had like workshops or something like that where they'd like the people working on the show would come and and visit with him and he'd kind of guide them in a way or you know give them give them help i guess i don't know uh hit like advice on how how he wanted it done
2: yeah and and that's and that's really cool like you know that that shows the dedication that he wanted this to kind of be that show Mm -hmm. you know that that representative of his TMNT that he wanted granted it's still a saturday morning cartoon which is a little bit different than what he wanted to do but you know, he's making this the best he can to be what he wants. Yeah. All right, Spencer. I think it's time to put some anchovies on this pizza for you. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. Can you handle it? All out. I can handle it. All right.
0: No anchovies. You put anchovies on this thing and you're in big trouble, okay? I got Legend Low. Guys, I hate the theme song. All right. All right. You know, we're moving on to, I love being a turtle. No, like, no, I I, I'm it.
5: sorry. I <laughs> hate. You'll hear, you'll hear the me say song. this.
3: If you stick around for the, the extra content at the end, but like, it is just all over the place. It
4: like, is.
2: It uh, that's just, why I love a mess. Like,
4: yeah. the, the, one of the things of this series I've always been familiar with is the theme song. And I think the theme song is a banger. I it's, do. Too. I love it. I love it's it. It's
2: charming. You know, it's charming in its own way, but it's so aggressive.
4: No, and, that's what yeah, great. Like, it's like so like it said,
2: it's all 90s, over the 2000s. place.
4: When it goes spooky, that's that's the coolest part. It, it, it's so yeah. all like, over the place, God,
2: and like no, just it's, a bunch of yelling. It, again, like, again, on, my wife was in the other awesome. room, and she's like, she's like, I swear <laughs> to God, if I hear them count it off one more time, you got to get a divorce, Mike. There's <laughs> like, just no way. there's also
3: like weirdly like a, a a message of nonviolence in the middle of it, like never yeah, fight like, unless someone else starts like wait what you guys go out and look for fights all the time <laughs>
4: yeah the, the lyrics don't make sense um they don't need to it's just you're feeling the vibes man the vibes make yeah. sense I, turtles yeah, like, like watch it's, out it's, for it's shredder a, a song, what does it make sense about it's that it's a what song it all about
2: vibes <laughs> uh and it's it's just it's so aggressive it's they're so they're bad.
0: like That's, they're like no other are you trying to tell me that heroes in a half shell make sense it's yes, that makes sense. It no, doesn't it doesn't. They're in
2: a full shell,
4: exactly. Like, they're
0: in a full shell,
3: yeah,
4: yeah. They, like, they can't. Turtles, there's not a, there's like, no one better, not all there is to a shell, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, turtles, watch out for
0: Shredder, turtles, they're like no others, turtles, those teenage brothers. Like,
2: it makes yeah, total it's, sense.
4: I don't, it's you it's had a to, great it, song. but the,
2: the way they had to stretch to make that last rhyme, like, they teenage yeah. brothers.
4: <laughs>
3: I remember uh, like when this show came out, I was like, I hope no one ever sees me watching the intro to the song, but like the rest of it's great. As <laughs> you were grooving to it. You were <laughs> like, you're trying to, you're the trying you watch your don't, don't, you try to watch like, it on your Game Boy
5: Advance. And
2: I don't like, I don't like, and you accidentally yeah, yeah. turn up the volume too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
3: I don't, I don't like hate it. I, I'm not like aggressively against it. It's just like, it's, it's too, all. it's not cohesive enough to be a, a good theme song for me, the way like the 87 one yeah, was, you know? So like
2: it, it, it it's just it's something about it. it I think it, it's the counting it off never feels exciting. Like it like it feels like count turtles counted off should be like a rallying cry, but it's like they never they never counted off in the show. So it's like it 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 doesn't feel like it relates to them. Oh, no,
3: I think I would have hated if it. The show like yeah, like if that
2: that was trying to like if they tried to make that the catchphrase, like and, and that's what I, that's what I think I'm trying to get at is like it feels like they're trying to make that uh, the catchphrase of the show, like heroes in a half shell, and it doesn't it doesn't feel right. It 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 doesn't work the same way that like you know heroes in a half shell turtle power does. does that makes sense.
4: Yeah, it, it does make sense um i think it's iconic as hell but
2: it's it's iconic in its own way but it's like it, it's not an evergreen iconic
4: mm, like it's know, iconic
2: to know. this show very specifically
3: cody whatever version of this song that you use on your like snapchat or not snapchat what's it called tiktok is like it's gotta be re-recorded but the way that guy says uh uh, teenage brothers he just like extends it out forever i'm like oh my
4: god this is way worse than the original <laughs> <laughs> oddly enough like when you're when you're selecting songs i mean licensed stuff or stuff that's like copyrighted gets gets hairy because maybe it gets taken down or whatever there's like so it's hard to find like full versions yeah but uh team 2003 specifically like you're usually you have like very narrow options like almost everything else but it's probably because like it's such a banger you just can't you can't rework it because you
5: don't need to (laughs) because it's already perfect
1: yeah i just every time uh i it's just
2: mm, i don't skip it (laughs) but
4: you like hate watch
2: it but i hate but i do hate watch it the the Um, thing i I
0: hate the intro you can't be on the podcast anymore yeah, yeah this is written in shame the bylaws. Actually, I literally
2: did such center. a big opening <laughs> just to try to tell you, set up the stage of how much I'm trying to respect the show. <laughs> Let me have the one thing I really hate.
3: I gotta say, so you get through the the intro, the opening theme song. What I really mm-hmm. hate is before and after every commercial break, the teenage mutant ninja turtles. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I love too that. Too like, really,
4: for me, that's like iconic childhood stuff. Like that makes me feel like I'm watching TV again. It's, I love no,
1: that
2: stuff that's too. fine. Like I don't mind. You? I don't mind a bumper that, you know, those are called bumpers like dragon balls, an iconic one, you know, that like, that's it. That's all it is. Or like another, like fun one that people make fun of is like the full metal alchemist one, uh, full metal alchemist, full metal alchemist. Like that's it. This is like, Five seconds of the theme song, but the loudest part of the theme song. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah.
3: so much louder than what happens. Yeah. and there's usually like like splinter breaking glass as well or something. Like it's impossibly loud. And
2: it's it's so loud, and then like they use it's like cut out animation from the from an ep like the first episode of like the turtles posing, and then it like freeze frames on an, on at the end, and it's like. You can tell it's not animated for this, and so it just looks weird, especially blown up on a big TV. Because, like, remember this was you know this was back on analog TV. It was 480 yeah. p. It's not meant to be blown up to four K, uh, and so it just looks really, really bad. It's, it's the worst part of the show, like visually, because it's so boring and loud.
0: I mean. If it, if there was actually commercials in between the two bumpers, I think they would be less annoying,
1: yeah. Uh, like, have I yeah, between them. but yeah, well, it's
0: especially when you're watching it, how it loud. And it's just two of them in a yeah. row, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, it's, a, and, and, and because
2: it, yeah. because these are 22 minute episodes, you know, that were on TV, like these were selling toys in those, in those ad blocks, yeah, there's and, like four commercial breaks, yeah. And it's like they, they it happen so often,
0: it wasn't just toys, it was also sugary cereals but yeah, uh, right. but,
2: it, but like they, ultimate muscle <laughs> viva yeah.
0: pinata yeah yeah
2: they all had to sing you know <laughs> the star spangled banner yep. like yeah yeah you know, that, that is an evergreen four kids thing that i will always love um <laughs> but it, it it happens so often in this show too that it's like it really you don't notice it it, like you didn't notice it back then when you were younger, but like watching it now and kind of binging these episodes in a row, it yeah. really does kill momentum.
0: Um, I, I do wish that Paramount would just, I don't know, put a guy on, on removing them. Probably. It no. would be nice. No. We'll yeah. Keep them. I
3: swear like five years ago, I watched this whole series on YouTube and I think it might still be on YouTube. Wink, wink. But I swear like the first three seasons did not have that, intro outro and i, I remember it because when it started i was like oh man this is annoying but it, i was like halfway through the series at that mm. point
4: yeah they so. probably would have cut him out then whoever did the youtube yeah uh but yeah that was
2: i just had to get that off my chest uh, that's my that's my big anchovy my second big anchovy uh is that this is i, I teased on this earlier about how shows of this era were kind of kind of figuring out what kids liked about anime. Uh this show, at least these early episodes and probably this first season are really experimenting with that and they're trying anime tropes but not really not really executing them correctly because another example of that would be like the Teen Titans show that was on Cartoon Network roughly around the same time, it was a couple years after this. Um but that show was heavily anime influenced. And that one feels, it feels more natural there than it does here. And I'm sure this show figures it out eventually or drops it entirely later. Um, but it's just, it's just really noticeable in, especially in this first episode. Um, and it, it, it is kind of jarring. I mean, for me, because i I consume so much media. So like, I recognize a lot of these references. So it's like, uh, Uh, but I don't, I don't don't hate it. Like talking about it, I don't hate it. I just, it is why it, it, it adds to the stuff that I don't like about this show. I'm trying to be very diplomatic, Spencer. I'm sorry.
1: You're fine.
0: (laughs) No, I mean, like, I I honestly, like, I don't know, whatever it is that you're talking about works for me, but you know, it's fine. This is over here, just keeping his receipts for when we get to the rise of the team,
3: I, and
2: that's fine. Shit on <laughs> no, rise, as I'm far not, as I I'm can. I'm not trying to. I'm not.
0: This is not ever going to be like a vindictive. Like, oh, I'm going to get back at you when, we're <laughs> gonna use, gonna back when we finally get to rise. Five yeah.
2: years when we finally get a rise. You
0: made the list. No, you know it's fine. You know, like I get it.
2: But but I'm I mean that's I that's it. a point. Yeah. I mean, since since we brought up rise like rises heavily anime influenced. Um it's it's different though. Like that one went out the gate being anime influenced. This feels like they were trying to add anime influences to this show rather than the show being developed with them in mind.
4: Well, I, I think like At you least also in have this to first like, y- You have to factor in there's like a the difference there is like, you know, people who have like 20 years of loving oh, yeah, anime yeah, yeah. Like versus the people, like, the people back making it was it was Comparatively, a newer thing, and right,
2: so. right, and that's and that's that that's exactly what I'm talking about. It's people who the the people who make shows now, like Rise, understand those influences inside and out. Back then, there you know it's a bunch of people who didn't know and were just like, "What do the kids like? Let's add it." That's what I'm getting at.
3: This, by the way, is a Dongwu animation,
1: which I think is Korean. It is Korean, yeah. Yeah. So, I think they might have also done Teen Titans, actually. But
3: um, is the open hand spinning weapons thing an anime trope? Because I hate it.
2: <laughs> I mean it, it. It is in some. Okay,
4: I am not I, a fan. It's I it's think, a coolness trope. It is, I, trope. Coolness I don't like cool. it here.
3: I didn't like it in 2012. I don't like when like. Uh, and mean, I mean, I love dragon, it. especially the size spins. You got to have size spins. Come on. <laughs> I, I, when it gets to the point that Dontell is doing it with like screwdrivers, I'm like, come on! Like no, you're you just never making something on your you fingers. Know?
2: Though to be fair, in his defense, I do that with screwdrivers.
3: You just, just open your hand and it rotates. At I'm like that good. Thousand. Okay, I believe you.
2: Uh, and <laughs> I, you <just> can't <laughs> prove me wrong
3: because we don't do this with our cameras on. So. Yeah,
2: I'm yeah. doing it right now. You just can't see it. Right. Uh, right. I can hear the Don. D- yeah dong woo uh by the way uh a lot of warner brothers cartoons uh uh jackie chan adventures men in black the series the boondocks um yeah. uh all, pretty much all the ben tens um batman brave and the bold freakazoid is on the list
1: Oh Yu-Gi-Oh is on the list uh so yeah so we talked about the voice cast I think generally they do a good job. but one that's sticking mm-hmm. out to me right now
3: is Wayne Grayson as Michelangelo. Like it, it kind of it's like uh, Cam Clark with Leonardo. Like he just sounds so much different later on versus now. And right now it sounds like he's doing a lot of, like this kind of thing. Like instead of saying an O, he'll say like an E W. Yeah, it's, like it's, it's very annoying to me. It's very much trying
2: it. to be like the cool guy. Yeah, it's this voice—the one that gets me—is twenty is minutes
3: when they're when they're chasing the one that Mauser's and says these things are faster than they look. It's like,
2: yeah, oh, come on, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yes. Yeah, <laughs> he, he nails it.
3: He nails it down. He he tamps that out later, but like these first couple episodes are are kind of yeah. great for that.
2: And so. it's and it it kind of it kind of sucks. And, and and I know I know he does change. Like I, I've seen you know same as it never was. I know he I know he drops you know, the act later. Mm. Um, but it's like, it's so heavy because also too like the, you know, we, we talk about how this is the non-union show. A lot of people do non-union shows cause they're just getting into the business. And so a lot yeah. of these, a lot of these roles in this show were a lot of the actors first roles, mm-hmm. um, or, or a lot of their earliest roles. Um, I think like Sam Regal is one of them, uh, for Donatello. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, Wayne Grayson is just just my least favorite Michelangelo, and I know it. And it's funny because like a lot of people like are, I, I see a lot of chatter online that oh he should come back and play Michelangelo in the Last Ronin Video Game. No, and I'm like really,
0: like I got him I, as as a fan of Ninja Turtles and as someone who really likes the 2003 series. As as a big, I guess when I say Ninja Turtles, I mean like the 2003 series. <laughs> I, and, and, and and I love Michelangelo this series. I love Wayne Grayson's Michelangelo. Uh, you know, I do agree that yeah, he settles into it and gets more into. I think most of the voice actors do as the show goes on. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I don't think he should be the last one.
1: <laughs> okay. Cool. Yeah, uh, I think they
0: should do a, a
4: fresh cast completely. Yeah, too.
2: yeah I do too. Um, but I think because uh, I think a couple of us were talking about it in the group chat too, like kind of the worst one here, and it's an unfortunate. And we talked about this with the eighty-seven show. Is uh Darren Dunstan the Splinter uh doing kind of the tropey, you know, wise Asian
4: voice. Yeah, just like yeah, that's the 19th Like, that's like wispy. Yeah.
2: Yeah, just that like kind of wispy. Like, I don't I don't want to do it uh because I don't like it.
4: Um <laughs> yeah.
2: But, yeah. but that voice and uh I I'm, I'm sure there was no ill intent when they did this, you know, that was just, that's kind of how the business works. You get hired to play a character. Uh you know, he he in his and in his defense, he's playing a rat man. You know, it, it's 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 a gray area. Uh I'm not Japanese, so I can't make this, you know, I can't be offended for anybody um it just doesn't feel nice and, and yeah for me watch, it just feels
4: very kind of kind of the same way you're talking about like mikey it just always feels very like forced it never feels it, it, yeah it never
2: feels natural. natural and it's like uh i can't remember if you, i can't remember if, cody if you said it but you were but i think somebody mentioned like uh it's different with jackie chan doing splinter because jackie chan is just talking
4: yeah yeah and like that it's just and like, like, the accent it's comes a out. natural actual voice he's just yeah like,
2: and that's that's kind of the authenticness you get by hiring somebody of that culture or of that race.
0: Well, I mean, Jackie Chan is, is actually, a, you know, technically be a Chinese accent that he has.
2: Right, but also Splinter
4: and Mutant Mayhem isn't from voice. Japan. so yeah. Like, it's just, like, you can very much tell, like, this Splinter the, the same way, Mikey. And I'm sure in the series, maybe they, again, like, settle into it. Mm-hmm. But for me, there's always a part where it's like i'm doing a voice and so it just you yeah. know it never yeah. gels in my brain you yeah. can until he that's is really just easy. he is clenching those butt cheeks and just
3: you know <laughs> just that's the voice he's doing it's it's way up here yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. uh and it was funny because i i found like a little three minute behind the scenes video that i shared with the guys and the video opens with darren Dunstan, uh talking yeah. <laughs> And it isn't until, like, midway through the video, he's like, I'm the voice of Splinter. And he doesn't sound excited to say it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't, he doesn't I didn't sound watch excited I didn't to go admit back. that.
5: Yeah.
2: Uh, but he also, like, this guy looks like he's, like, he looks like every, like, skater high school guy, like, I was in school with. Like, <laughs> just with, with the spiky gelled hair and, like, the no fear ringed t-shirt. Like... I'm sure he was wearing puka shells too, and listening um, to Blink One Eighty Two, and, and listening to Blink One Eighty Two, yeah. which which is hilarious because he's like ten years older than me. Um, yeah. But it's just it, it, it's just funny that he looks exactly like guys I went to high school with, um, and then, guys I went to high school with in 2003, and he was ten years older than me. Um, so it's it, it when you see that and you're like, this is the voice he's doing for Splendor. It's just it's just really icky, and I don't like it. I, that's one of the things I really do genuinely not like about this show. Yeah,
0: Mako was definitely a massive improvement for the 2007 movie. Yeah, yeah but he I was amazing.
2: Like, Excellent. yeah, like Mako's, Mako is a perfect splinter. Um, Hoon Lee from the 2012 series is like
4: is a perfect splinter. Yeah, I would say he's
3: like the best, the yeah. best one. He's got that nice deep kind of what peter rennenday was doing
4: the first couple seasons yeah and and it's like and it
2: comes naturally out of hoon lee so it's like yeah
4: like that's just like that's a natural voice that's his voice it's like like,
2: that's what you get when you hire voice actors that you want like that you that you're trying to replicate the voice of and so it's like that's why it feels better
4: yeah yeah though i will say one thing like i came into this fully expecting to hate it mostly because i wanted to tease spencer as much as possible about it and jay If you guys know T 1987 on Instagram. um, But I actually, like, it didn't, like, all the voices didn't bother me as much as I thought they were going to. I don't don't know what changed. Part of it also, like, I don't know about you guys. When I watch a show with a purpose, like, for the podcast, it instantly becomes more enjoyable. Because I have, like... a reasoning for it yeah Yeah,
2: i mean yeah that's that's why like i enjoyed mirage so much because it wasn't just i was reading it i was reading it and researching
4: it like Mm
2: -hmm. and that's that's why i'm going into this show that's that's why i specifically held off rewatching the this show until now uh because i really wanted to have that uh that drive to really dive into each episode and dig into this stuff um and yeah uh, one more thing about the voice actors, and I'm I'm going to talk about this a lot because it comes up a lot in this show, um, is that because this is for kids, everybody, they, they use a lot of the same voice actors that they have. So a lot of characters in this, sh- a lot of background characters in this show sound the same because it's usually the same person doing three voices. Yeah. But they're I know all so kind the of the purple this, dragons. I was like, these are all yeah. same regal, <laughs> but they're all kind of the same voice too. Yeah uh so um and uh the nano episode is oh uh, <laughs> god
1: uh that's one i hate the most um but yeah that, that's gonna come up a lot my big
4: anchovy speaking of purple dragons is i think the purple dragons look ridiculous they look stupid which is kind of like kind of the point because they're kind of like in this show at least they're kind of like schlocky gang members but i also just hate them and i i can't
2: i I think it's like only really johnny looks dumb with his with his like flat top mullet yeah (laughs) whatever like he has like ponytails and (laughs)
4: because
2: like when you look at the other two Like, they don't look that bad. They just, they look like, you know, thugs. Like, there's, there's two ton, uh, which is the short, squat one with the, with the nail bat. Uh, there's Sonny, who like has like armor on. So he all, he kind of looks cool. And then there's Spike, who is infinitely cooler than Johnny. (laughs) And it's like, but, and and those, then those three, like, those three look fine. It's Johnny is the one that is so, like, bad-looking. And then, like, because he's the leader and the one that you see the most in this episode, that kind of yeah, taints.
1: It yeah,
4: definitely, it, it definitely tanks it. And
2: sure. also because, like, also, he's like,
4: used. They can't, they can't
3: come to a cohesive color scheme either. Like, half of them are blue. Yeah, to me it black.
5: kind of... It's Never kind of the worst
4: part of like late uh, nineties, two thousand. Like this is cool and street. Guys. Yeah, Where yeah. It's, like really? that's, that's it's it very out, Static like, Shock.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Everybody, yeah, you, you, perfect. Everybody looks like they came out of Static Shock.
3: Um <laughs> And even, even the dragons aren't purple. They're, they're like red. I was just saying oh, that. Yeah, are, like yeah. even
2: like the purple the dragons they're wearing on their clothes are not purple.
4: In their defense, they're all colorblind. That's what brings them together as a group. Yeah, that's why game. he has blue hair.
3: <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like it's, it's, it's so purple.
2: weird. I think like the only one that has a purple dragon is Hun, and that's his tattoo. Mm-hmm.
1: And even then, it's not really purple; it's like a maroon.
5: Yeah,
1: maroon. Yeah, I don't
2: purple. Purple fan. <laughs> I I British, get that these purple. Adjacent. I I get what they're going with these purple dragons. It. it they're my least favorite of the purple dragons. They
3: do have a much larger role in this though, than they did in the original series. I was, I was thinking about that earlier. Like they really only show up in Mirage comics, like the first. Yeah. First three pages. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And I think, I think that's because like they had to give, they could, they couldn't have the turtles fighting the foot every week because then you have the problem that, uh, the 87 series ran into is that they just stop being a threat if they Mm -hmm. get
1: beat every week. So yeah. you, you have to you have to save the foot for the big episodes. Yeah. All right. Anything else for episode one? We're gonna move to episode two. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually man, don't
2: have
0: any anchovies for it.
3: Yeah. yeah for oh wow!
2: One. Big surprise. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but episode two, a better mousetrap. I actually have a couple.
1: Okay. Ooh. Um.
0: So one, as I've gotten older, like I've definitely come to prefer when. Donatello doesn't make like super advanced gadgets.
4: That's one of my. Uh, That's one like, of like
0: making the giant sewer sled. Like I kind of prefer when he's just kind of smart and techy. You know, maybe he can mentor under a super smart person, like in the IDW series, and start like being able to start really building tech and building off of that, or like uh, from Doctor <laughs> Yeah, <Dr. Queez. laughs> yeah, yeah. But but when it comes to him, just like straight up, just being able to build like hover technology, yeah, it's like this is it's just too much.
4: Uh, yeah, it also like, like it should look like it's made out of trash at least. No, I don't think so. I well, don't. They're they're in all. a sewer and they're like cobbling scraps together. Like his stuff if, should if never can, look professional. If he, he can make like a
0: thing crap. that can, if he can make a thing that can hover. He can work a welding torch and it <laughs> what be is he able like, to make at a foundry, to like trash. melting Wait, down and well, well, no, tor- like casting the...
4: iron. Come on, good <laughs> after hours, yeah,
5: thank you. Yeah. So he
4: has a smelter. Yeah. What are we doing here? Well, I mean, we seen that's, how, to... that's how he
2: made uh, the party, or that's how he made the turtle van in, uh, Remember? Yeah, he snuck he in make... the eighty-seven. He's snuck in the Baxter's lab.
0: He yeah. he can make sheep, like he can do. Good work with sheet metal.
4: Like, how much time does he have on his hands? Like, he's not doing any ninja battles. He's got 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 all that shooting, everything in Metroid
3: time, man. Yeah,
2: he's he's not. He's not gainfully employed. He's got all the time in the world to do stuff. This I'm pretty sure
4: Um, it would take months, just pure work, to make a a turtle van or a a freaking hover sled thing. Yeah, the hover
2: sled thing. And and to kind of to kind of Spencer's point, like I, I I agree. Like, the older I get, the more I like it when Donatello's not like. It, in, 87, more it, in 87 in 87 yeah in 87 and like rise it works because those shows are so fantastical but then it's like 2012 i think did it best because like everything is kind of made out of trash in the sewer but like yeah or or it's like reverse engineered and that's where i like is when when donatello like reverse engineers stuff and i know he does that with the battleshell because it's like it's the van that they get in the first
4: episode mm-hmm. uh-huh um yeah, like retrofitting like, stuff, I think is cool. But there, yeah, like, there's rever- a line reverse reverse
2: engineering like- stuff is 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 where I like Donatello to go. But then it's like, to Cody's point, where does the sewer sled come from?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It well I mean from you you'll later see them like hang like especially like in the garbage man episode like you see they go to a scrap yard to like the the junkyard and you know they can pick stuff up there.
2: Yeah, I mean yeah. and they they do that in Rise, too. Like they yeah. like they they establish where Donatello gets his stuff and that, and that's fine. I like that. It's like yeah. but to Cody's point like it looks a little too professional too. Uh,
0: I mean I'm fine with it looking professional because he's he's smart enough to to build that he should be smart enough to
4: do decent metal work. <laughs>
2: I think it's but I guess well, I guess like, like, like that's kind of that, it's like what paint, I don't
4: it's all like he's, he's like a professional yeah. like car designer at that yeah, point. Yeah, like that's
2: that's kind of why I don't like the battleshell at all. Uh, uh like it it's it doesn't feel like a turtle's car. Like it's not like other than being green like nothing about it is like very turtle-esque.
0: Well, that's because like it's actually covert.
2: I
4: mean,
0: it's not a giant subway car with well, it's, monster. We're we talking wheels? covert,
4: it's covert as, as a wrong uh, drive. Yeah, like Nani was chipping and bumping into every car possible. Like I it's,
5: maybe, it's you know. like,
4: how does he? How does he? How can he make a, a a hover car but he doesn't know how to drive? Explain that. Anyway, my yeah, like,
3: yeah. hover, <laughs> hover,
0: <laughs> hover driving is different. You're driving in three directions,
5: right? Yeah. But yeah,
0: I definitely, I definitely think that the Donatello tech thing happens because you need to have toys. And so they yeah. do have who oh,
4: builds the toys. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like yeah. the easiest one. And yeah. And plus like, For- he's like, you have to hit that like trope at that point. Yeah. Yeah. For me. And, then and it's it, like,
2: it, it's, it's soon when he's going to find like the crystal that like he works in everything, isn't it?
0: He doesn't use it for everything. Not everything, but yeah, he, like, yeah. It's it just yeah. it's a couple things, but not not a whole lot. <laughs> for me, it, like
3: I I kind of had a hard time like getting into this, and stuff like this hover car is exemplary of it. But like, this is still a kids show, so there's a lot of times when it's just like stuff is just drawn out just to kind of fill time and or sell toys. Yeah, and like the hover truck thing is part of that, or like every time. Like when they jump on the subway, it's like we have to watch each individual person jump on. I'm like, just all of you jump. <laughs> like, like I mean, this is, these three episodes are a single issue of the of the comic. You know, like it's just kind of stretched out. And yeah. I had a hard time getting into it because of that. I think it builds
5: uh, into its anime. continuity enough.
3: You'd you know, love I, anime. Yeah, I would love anime, definitely. <laughs> yeah, but there, was, there were certain parts when I was watching this. I'm like, get to the point. And like episode two, especially, like it starts out with us learning that they will meet April and it's 20 minutes into a 22 minute episode where they finally meet April. It's like, geez, yeah, it's, Louise,
2: it, it feels weird so far. Cause like all three of these episodes have like essentially a front piece.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I think, I think most episodes of the show do.
2: Oh, they do. Oh yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. No, they all so do. It's like,
0: they all have a stinger. Yeah. Kind of thing. Mm-hmm. at the beginning.
2: I, and so it's like, yeah, open. like I don't, yeah. I don't like that. Like, like it, to Keith's point, like it, I like it, that. That's it,
4: kind of like Tales of the Team and stuff. I, I actually dig that. But but I, that's
2: specifically Tales of the Team and T. That's not the main.
4: I like thing. it in the context of this being a
0: a weekly show that you watched every week on Saturday, and so you needed a refresher. Yeah, it's kind of like it. serialized. Okay, great, great like you're point. watching just this episode. Great yeah, point. Because for, yeah, for because modern like, day binge watching, it's not that great. Great. It's also point. there. I think they get better going
3: forward at, like, not spoiling the ending of the show before the show starts, you know?
2: Although, to be fair, it's not really a spoiler that the Turtles meet April.
3: Fair. But if you've never seen Ninja Turtles before, it would be a spoiler.
2: I mean, yeah. Yeah.
4: But this is also kind of... Did people care about spoilers back then in those golden age... I don't think, I, think
2: I mean it was it was harder to tell what was a spoiler and what yeah wasn't. That,
4: that's true that's true like mm-hmm. nobody knew what they were talking about so like they had no yeah. idea what they were yeah, yeah. you had For to be t- awake on a
3: Saturday morning to prove you you're <laughs> wrong yeah <laughs>
2: there's a there's a podcast called daughter issues and it's like I've been seeing their clips on tiktok right now and it's uh, like the dad is explaining how they used to watch tv shows back uh, back in these yeah, days think, and he's I like he's like it just if you weren't there then you didn't watch it and she's like well, how would you talk about it? she's like, you would ask your friends like, Hey, what happened on the tat on that TV show? She's like, she's like, you can't, she's like, he's like, there was no YouTube. Like if you weren't there at seven o'clock on a Thursday night, you missed the show.
4: Mm-hmm. And you and didn't, you know didn't know when it, it you didn't know when it was coming even back. If you did miss something.
0: Yeah. Anyway, my, my only other anchovy is that there's this moment with the, uh, with the mousers, uh, and, Leonardo says that the way to stop them is to slice their heads off. And then they proceed to destroy them in a bunch of ways that is not slicing their heads. off.
2: I don't think think Leo at at any point slices the heads off. He slices through them. Yeah. Yeah, He slices
0: Uh, like through them. Like, do do the heads get destroyed? Yes. But like they just destroyed, they just continue to destroy them. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't executed super great after that line. (laughs) Uh, I just found it funny.
3: I really, um, and this is a, really just a character design thing, but April's got this line on her back in the midriff. Yeah. That is definitely like the, the spine indent. But they, it's every now and then they'll draw it, draw it so far down. It's clearly a butt crack. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> Like, no one, no sometimes, one on that staff was like, hey, erase the bottom of that line. Oh, my God. Yeah I'm, just, yeah, I'm What's looking wrong at with right little right so,
2: Sometimes it
0: looks like she needs to pull her pants up.
2: Yeah. 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 And it's like, like I get, get it. Like, low-rise sensors. pants were the thing back then, but Jesus, guys.
3: Yeah, it's like a full ass, the amount of crack <laughs> <they're> showing. <Like>, showing. <laughs>
0: uh, all right. Are we going to move on to episode three?
1: Yeah. I am. Yes. Uh, I really don't like the change to the origin I
2: think I think a kid I I think a different kid pushing like Chet out of the way like I don't know something something it it feels like it adds another layer for some reason that just makes it a little bit more weird Mm -hmm. Uh, and and so it's like yeah I almost would have rather like Chet be like, I'll go save him and drop the turtles by accident. Like, I don't know. It, it just, it just feels like it complicates Like, I know it's a little thing, but it's just like, you're so used to the origin that it's like, yeah, that came out of nowhere. And, yeah. and, and it's kind of like what you said earlier. Like, it feels like they were really just trying to de-dare, de- uh, de-dare devil it.
0: Yeah. To avoid lawsuits, you know, kind of thing.
2: Yeah. Which, I mean, yeah. I don't, I honestly, I don't, the turtles were big enough at this point. I don't think they were going to go be in danger of a lawsuit. It's but weird it, too, like, because
3: they like, they basically name dropped Spider-Man and X-Men. Yeah, ex- and yeah so, exactly. Like, it's weird that they chose this spot to be like, Oh wait, let's pull it back. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: And so that, that's why I don't, I don't think that's the case, but it's like, eh, it, it just, it just feels like it complicates the origin. Even like, even though it doesn't really do anything. because they're like that, that kid doesn't have a name. Uh, as far
1: as I know, but it's like, it just i don't know it it just it feels weird i don't like it
5: all right
3: i don't like and i i guess i do like that there's like different theme songs and sounds for different uh like enemies and stuff um i'm not a big fan of the like ooh, 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 ooh sound that happens after shredder
2: okay oh, so no, like, uh, uh, like, so i think so it's it's uh
4: which I love Spen- that Spencer
2: I'll I'll send you a copy of the sound so you can insert it here so everyone knows what we're talking about yeah. uh because I'm not going to do the sound uh okay. but it's uh it's it's very much like a tropey Japanese thing and this is good this goes back to one of those things where it's like they're grabbing Japanese influences from anime and not using them correctly or in in weird ways uh and so this Maybe is
4: overusing uh, them
2: or overusing them because god it happens every time Shutter has a scene um it's called a teshime, and it's like a kabuki uh it's like a kabuki like yell
1: also um, it's like the
4: woodblock noise i mean i yeah, love it i i yeah. freaking love it I it's surprised. a very iconic <laughs> sound
2: if you watch anime um i love it too but you know I yeah it's kind of
0: nostalgia talk in there
2: yeah no, uh, not I mean,
3: for me. I not hate don't... it. I'm just not the biggest fan of it. The, my real anchovy is a different sound. I'm, I'm glad to learn that that's not just like a made up sound that they use for Shredder. That was like <laughs> made like this sounds racist enough, you know. <laughs> um, but the one that's that really gets me, enough. and I, I don't hate the theme, but that Mauser theme is so loud every time those Mausers come in in this episode. Wow, I was wow, like, wow. yeah. Like between that and the the bumpers, oh yeah, I was like, oh
5: my God maybe
4: you guys pow, need to like pow, adjust your sound systems. No, I mean, maybe. Not. fine I, I enjoy it. I, I think yeah, mine cool. are fine. like I was no it's it, it really I is
2: do. the show like jumps like the sound levels in this show jump like I mean, but wildly. maybe you have it
4: like up way too high where it's like, no, my wife won't let me. <laughs> she hates loud TVs. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could but <laughs> I wish I could. Yeah.
2: Um but it's it's yeah like the sound on this is just all over the place. Um huh yeah.
4: Well also where are you watching it?
2: Uh I was watching in my bedroom last night. No she I was mean like, in, she what are you living? On.
4: What are you Sorry, what are you watching it on? <laughs> oh Paramount Plus. Huh. Same. Yeah, me too. Like cuz I was thinking like maybe like different places have like a slightly different mix or something but hmm maybe I should look and, and,
2: well, and and we know uh, with our uh interview with MovieZing, um that the dvds that were just released are the same files as the paramount plus ones Mm. so i mean it's the same sound mix presumably
4: i mean maybe it's also just one of those things because like certain things like some people like certain stuff bother them more or whatever and like it's just it's something that like it doesn't flag at all for me
5: Yeah, that's what like I, I do hate slippery. though.
1: Yeah, how how do they know Splinter's name? Like how was his
4: first I think it's like Raf or whoever? How was his first word Splinter?
2: I yeah, to be fair, uh that is that is a little weird. Uh cuz in in 87 they say that uh his Splinter says that the boys named him Splinter.
3: See, so I always I I take this as that's still happening. They're they're naming him Splinter. They didn't know his name.
4: That just happened to be the word they were using. No, but he no, says like they said my word. name. He no, says I, I, was... I think Splinter specifically says like they said my name.
0: Yeah, Splinter Splinter gets an origin for
4: I was like,
2: you know what's nice name. is that uh But do they
4: do they name him in that word? Does
0: Does he take yeah. name Splinter in that origin? Yeah. It's oh, during okay. during uh during Battle Nexus that, that you learn why he has his, his name Splinter. Yeah. Damn,
5: I forgot. I, that. I just okay. want to say well,
4: the human. To you win rat this round, Cody. Is superior. They should always go it going forward. It's one of the cases where somebody else fixed the creator's problem. Human to rat is the superior method.
0: Uh, I'm fine with rat to human, depending on how they do it. Like I, to me, the IDW is just the superior. The superior. Well,
4: IDW is kind of best. cheaty. The best like one reincarnation and all that stuff. It, so it, they it'd they it'd kind work. of. It's, it's they they melded it. At. They did the, the they did the rat transformation as best as it could be done. But I think if you go human, and what I don't care, it doesn't have to be Hamato Yoshi. You can you can do whatever that part of it. But if you go human to rat, it fixes basically all the problems of going rat to human. Where it's yeah, like, I mean, why is a rat doing karate or like? At the, all at the that very stuff. least, that was always a thing to me too. Yeah.
0: yeah at the very least, Shredder just needs to kill someone that splinter loved he then he's yeah like you gotta have some real bad blood between the two yeah, sure. you, gotta, you gotta make you gotta make shredder a menace by by having him like actually kill someone important
3: and the man yeah. to rat also gives you in my opinion better stories with the rat king yeah yeah um, um, yeah, yeah. yeah i i tend to prefer a yeah. man to rat and also like of the things that happen in mirage and, and tmnt in general like a normal rat learning karate was always the one that was like really yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, no, you're not wrong. but that, that's yeah. why that's why it's my head canon, though that like when he gets mutated, like his brain just immediately develops into being so much more intelligent. And so then it's causing him to reprocess all of his memories into like and he's even making fake memories, but he's able to mm. to mimic these things because of his mutation yeah. and his false memories.
4: Though fun fact, most of our memories are fake because you're constantly rewriting and adding to your own memories, so It's always how it goes. <laughs> especially Andy. as they especially as they go further back. Like it happens
2: more and more.
0: Alright, we good to move on to I Love Being a Turtle?
2: I think so. Oh, I love being a turtle.
0: So episode one, things change. Um I thought it was funny at the very beginning when, like, Master Splinter is not able to figure out how his phone works, and oh he's just so that kind of was that it. is
2: a hilarious bit. You um, know, he's
0: just kind of like, "Hello, like, is this thing on? Like, how, how does yeah. this thing work?" And Leo's <laughs>
2: yeah. like, "You don't have to do. You don't have to press any buttons. You just open it." <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just funny to know that you know old people were struggling with new technology even back in two thousand and three, before we had smartphones.
4: Oh,
5: yeah. Even back. Then. <laughs> Uh, there's there's I that, that the joke, and there's
3: the the walk this way joke
4: that they do later that yeah, Michelangelo does with Splinter. I'm like, yeah, I this that. show's kind of witty when it wants to be.
1: I like what the different saying,
4: skin tones with Team I always appreciate when you know, like Donnie's like a darker green. Yeah, or an like olive.
2: the 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 turtles designs in the show. Like, they're definitely they're definitely some of the most iconic, like, you know, a lot of people point to this show being as like the turtle designs that they love the most. Um, and they they are are genuinely just palette swaps of each other, but they, but, but the making them different skin tones really, really does make them all look a lot better. I think.
0: Well, and another great thing about it that like, it's, it can sometimes be hard to forget because, like, they are thick boys, but they are <laughs> short. Like, they are s- little stocky
4: guys. Like,
2: they're, I mean, they're five wolverines. Yeah, yeah. You, you see whenever mix, you put them they next to a other,
4: I really appreciate that they hit like shoulder height, and it's like, yeah, yeah.
3: It's a I, weird thing that that we've all clung to, but I, I tend to agree. I like them shorter
4: too. <laughs> so.
5: Is there
4: just something like. You you can't be like a seven foot tall ninja who's like three hundred pounds of muscle, you know? Like Fair, it's yeah. what are you doing? No, it's that, also
0: dude, because like they're mutants, you know, and they're mutant turtles and so like I yeah. don't you know, they're just they're shorter. And
4: they're whatever.
0: they're not just palate swaps,
3: uh Don and Mike have different pupils than Raph and Leo.
2: Well, none of them have pupils.
3: Or different eyes, I guess, eye shapes.
2: Okay, but yeah. that's is not, is Don and Mike's
3: for. are more round and Leo and uh Rats are more narrow.
2: Okay. If I didn't know that until now.
4: Yeah, I didn't know that either. That's news to me. (laughs) Yeah. Now you know. But I don't mind. I I don't mind that they all look the same. Yeah. Uh,
2: Like the the only and and like the only difference is like Leo has his uh his shoulder strap, which doesn't connect to his belt. It's really weird. I hate it. It should have been my anchovy. Uh but like I, I like that he has it. I wish Donatello had one because Donatello should always have one too. But it—it's weird that it doesn't connect to his belt. I do like that Donatello in the first episode at least has like a bag he carries with his gear in it.
3: Yeah, he uses that uh, a lot. It's a it's a I, good
0: addition. In
2: my yeah, opinion. I wish I wish that he had it in more episodes
0: another thing that i love about this episode is is the fight with the foot i think that the fight with the foot is is a great cool scene that we get like ninja action that we haven't quite seen ninja action like this since the comics like it gets to be the over the action. yeah like, like you get to see like over the top fight scenes because it's animated so we can get like a little bit more extreme you know like a little bit more things that just aren't manageable with people in suits uh you know, like, you've got, like, Raphael, like, telling him, nice dragging punch, you know, and he's, like, just dodging all their their hits and punches. Yeah. You know, you've got Leonardo, like, running on the wall, uh, you know, as he's fighting these foot ninjas. Like It's just really cool, and it's, I don't know, it, it's the coolest action scenes, in my opinion, like, some of the coolest fighting we've seen since the comics. Like, it's, it's on on screen.
4: It's, yeah. in my opinion, the best fights we've gotten so far. Yeah, it is why, like, animation, I think, is always the way to go. Yeah, it's really well animated, in my opinion. Like,
3: I mean, it's characters stay on model, like, there's action, there's flipping and stuff, but it's never, like, way out there or anything. I I think it's really well animated.
4: Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, where you, like, sudden, like, derp frames, because they're just, like, (laughs) slap it in there. Exactly, (laughs) yeah.
3: There's, well, choreographed, too, like, the whole fight with Leo on the kind of upper part of the building. Fighting those two or three different foot soldiers.
0: Really yeah, and cool he's stuff. got like he's got one sword, you know, on this side blocking stuff and fighting. He's using his other sword on the other side to block yeah. the other guy at the same time. And there's time. sparks
3: coming off of it too.
0: Is there like grinding
3: yeah. on each other? It's so good.
0: It looks cool. Um, and and on top of all that, like talking about it, you know, being action like it was in the comic books. In my opinion, this like adapts the comics really well while telling a new story and trying to build on. Uh, you know, make something that's building up to to something bigger at the same time. Granted, I prefer when Stockman is more independent. You know, if he does end up being subjugated under someone, I, I like the more like IDW route with him, definitely. But it's it's cool that they're building, like it's building up. It's telling that story and adapting the comic while putting a new spin on it and and kind of twisting things a little bit.
1: to to adapt it for a tv series that's trying to build to to a bigger story yeah all right ready for episode two yeah i I loved because i was like okay we're not in the 87
3: series anymore they are not going to just sit around until the TV comes on the news and advances the plot and then that's exactly what happens yeah. in this episode. <laughs> I was like glorious nostalgia. We can't get away from it. <laughs> it's such a good trope. It, it is an
4: easy it just trope. It's brought back warm well, there's memories also like, for me. What other way are they going to learn about things? Yeah, I mean, true. they kind of have a problem.
0: It's not yeah. like they can I mean, it's not like they could really get on the internet. I mean, they could, but like not not quite the same, you know. I mean,
4: Donnie could make the internet
0: i could
2: make the internet 2003 I, internet oh, i do like the the sewer lair um mm-hmm. and how it's kind of like just this one big room uh yeah. and it, it like does bunch feel of like
4: a believable room. sewer function room
2: well it doesn't for another reason uh that we'll find out later um but it is but it is cool and it, 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 it i like that it's multi-layered um and we and we see that like because the rise sewer layer takes a lot of cues from this yeah for sure So
3: rise in general takes a lot of cues from this but like even this it's cool to see this early in the show that they're like they're already thinking ahead like just in the design of the layer like it's more than just a sewer room like yeah we'll find out later there's more to it so cool yeah there's that but like generally
4: i do like you you see different parts of the sewer that are very much a sewer instead of just like oh Mm -hmm. it's a pipe it's a long pipe
2: i was i thought it was funny because like uh it was it was in this episode when they're chasing the mouser right and then it uh chews through the sewer main Mm
4: -hmm. yeah yeah. and
2: then i was i was just thinking to myself like somebody in like the water department would notice this yeah yeah (laughs) those that Like would, that would especially for problems. how often it happens in TMNT shows, I was like, "Somebody in water and sewer would definitely notice." Yeah. <laughs> like, Who's going?
4: Breaking all the pipes
2: in our sewer. breaking all the pipes?
4: Yeah. Or like you know, like giant like underground earthquakes. Like it would, it, yeah. it'd be a big deal. <laughs> yeah. What are all these robots doing underground? Ah, not my department. Yeah. I do uh, like that the sewer water is brown so like you get a really good indication that this is a filthy terrible sewer
3: yeah (laughs) that's true and then well in the layer though it's blue so that's
4: nice clear drinking water yeah i guess they you know they arranged it so they're not like uh... it goes
2: through a filter as it goes in there (laughs)
4: yeah 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 we, we also get like ninja
0: training that like actually looks like ninja training and feels like ninja training
2: it doesn't feel like ninja training, but it does feel like martial arts
0: training. I mean, martial arts training. Well, yeah, yeah. That, that's what I mean. You know, like, like we actually get like actual like martial arts training going on. You know, it's not just kind of sitting and meditating
4: all the time. Yeah. Uh, right. Like, go, go do a bunch of backflips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Along know, with uh, a... Go ahead. Mm-hmm it just it just feels like I don't know, it's just cool. I guess you know yeah. I guess that's my, my big thing about the two thousand three series is that it's just cool, man. It's
3: just cool. I and Mike alluded to this earlier, but the fact that they have those like climbing claws and, and they use the shuriken spike. and stuff. Yeah I, yeah, I I love that stuff. It's it's so cool to see them use other equipment
2: to be. Yeah, like this. it feels really cool that they're not limited to just like their static weapons. Mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Like it feels more organic that like Splinter would train them in Using a bunch of
4: stuff, so yeah, speaking of the spikes, I like that like and this where like the the show showed it's like continuity behind or beyond what it really would need to because like they climb the wall with the spikes. They keep them on. And like normally, you're like, oh, that's dumb. They're still using the spikes and like the next frame, they're gone or whatever. but they they very much have them <clears throat> until later scenes, they're talking about them, like poking each other. and then, there's a moment where they take them off deliberately and put them away. I thought that was like really incredible. Like that level of continuity where they're like, Hey guys, they have the spikes on.
2: I do think it's funny that they just tuck it into their
4: belts. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like they're spiky and but I mean I yeah. guess I guess if you're a turtle, your plastron isn't right like soft anyway. So like you can jam all kinds. It is of amazing stuff though, like, like how
3: low our bar is that like that little bit of continuity because I noticed it too. I was like, why are they keeping their claws on? Oh, they must have just messed up the frame. But no, it's yeah. like they're thinking it through. You know, yeah. it's
4: kind of like like we can say it's a low bar, but it, it's stuff like that, like tiny things like that, that like meld a story together and like that yeah. adds like the believability. Yeah, like it's almost like it's a, little a cheat code.
2: Well, it's just because like we're so we're so used to, uh, uh, eighty to eighty-seven. Yeah, well, yeah when Leo would like break attachment swords.
4: backpack, yeah. and I don't need it anymore, so it's gone on the street.
3: <laughs> yep. Or like Leo would break like three swords in a fight. It's like where
4: did yeah. you
1: get
0: all the swords from, dude?
1: Donnie's forge. <laughs>
0: Um, so moving on to to episode three, Attack of the Mousers. I I love the moment where Leonardo is just like, "Your reign of terror is over, Stockman." And then Michelangelo says, "You've been practicing that."
5: Yeah, and then Leonardo like is eagerly
0: like, "You like it?" <laughs> like, it's just the sincerity of the line delivery and everything of him being like, "You like it?" Because like, it just shows that Leo is is kind of a dork, you know. Like he he's a bit overdramatic.
5: Well, uh, yeah,
2: he rides yeah. a razor scooter.
0: Yeah, yeah, it,
2: it's. <laughs> I can't believe it took me this long to bring up that reference. I, no, um, yeah, I
3: was. Everybody, take your drink now. <laughs>
5: yep.
0: It's just, it's fun. Like I, I like because because I don't know. You get to see that aspect of of Leo that he's kind of a, a dark. You know. I think, Another, think yeah, I
2: think that's one of the best the best things about Leonardo as a character is like you know he's he's the stoic leader. Like everyone kind of pigeonholes him into that, but it's like you know some incarnations like make him you know kind of have a dorky side and i guess i didn't like i mean i i it didn't shock me that it was that it was here i guess i just didn't realize that it, it started as early as here
4: yeah yeah a one fun thing. line i liked is um when they're like getting ready to die and raf is like it's been fun guys and mikey says even me raf <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, like especially you. Yeah. yeah, that part. Even you, you Mikey, especially yeah. you. That I think that was that really got me. It was kind
3: of weird that they just kind of stood there waiting for death, but that was a good bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a weird little part that I really like. Um because like talking about like censorship in this show and like how much it pushed the envelope of like what the censors were allowing and like everybody points to like same as it never was or like you know, spoilers when they, uh, what they do to shredder
2: insane in the membrane,
3: insane in the membrane. Yeah. But one thing I noticed in this is that, um, Michelangelo like leaps up to Baxter's like observatory area. And then he punches through the glass window to get to Stockman, which like, if you know about like Batman, the animated series or like Spider-Man, like they were not allowed to break glass in those shows. Like that was like a, a violent like destruction of property thing. That's why Batman has to like cut a circle or go through <laughs> an open window. But like now we're to a point that Ninja Turtles is like, well, screw that. We're going to punch through glass.
5: Which
2: is weird because we were talking about it earlier in our group chat, like how punches are censored. Like they don't ever show them punching like the foot soldiers. Mm-hmm. It's like either off screen or it's like a flash is on screen. So you can't see the connection.
3: I think, I'm trying to think, I think later on they, they punch more, because I know there's especially one episode where, like, Don gets his his rocks kicked in, like, he gets a kick right to the face, right on screen, but right yeah. now, yeah, yeah, you're right.
1: Good I stuff. love what an ass Baxter is,
4: like, he's he's a super smart guy, but he's not smart enough to realize, like, who he shouldn't be an ass to. Yeah, constantly I so fine, I I fine. love that part of his character that he just can't yeah. control
5: himself
0: me too I love this like pompous and yet wily version of Stockman you know like IDW kind of perfected it from the 2003 series but like when Stockman is is like this he feels more like a threat you know he's like you said he's super pompous wily like he's got this massive ego um, he's just but very like, he's unhinged. not competent. yeah
2: yeah, because like right now, my favorite version of Baxter Stockman of all time is Tyler Perry. And so okay. this is definitely, you know, I'm just kidding. That's not my favorite. I was about to say uh,
3: geez, he barely did anything in that movie. Come on, man! <laughs> <laughs> I tell uh, you, I dragged away after saying three. But lines.
2: no, but I'm really excited to see to see this one because like you have talked about this one um a lot. So I want to, I, I I'm excited to see where he goes from here. Yeah,
0: like he he's a character you love to hate. Like he gets. Really annoying in a good way, in a way that a villain should be annoying.
4: Uh, Yeah, he's kind of like 2012 Baxter, but actually like dangerous. Exactly, that's kind
0: of my issue with like 2012 Baxter. He's kind of just a joke. Like, but like this Stockman, like I just like I love it when Stockman is not kind of like pathetic and like a pathetic joke. Like he's got he's got more meat to him. Mm. Uh, He can be a threat sometimes. Uh, the other thing, the last thing that I guess I, I really like about this is, like, seeing foot ninjas with tech. Like, like there's, like, foot, there's, like, division of the foot
5: They mm-hmm. have, like,
0: tech. Like, these guys come and present the the last image a Mouser saw to Shredder at the end. And they've got, like, these goggle things on that, you know, probably aren't necessary. But they look cool. And I just love seeing, like, tech getting used by the Foot Clan. because Because why wouldn't it? Like, it's not like ninjas are, like... No, we will only use the weapons that we were using in the 18th century, and that's it. Like you can still like practice those disciplines, but like you, you'd want to incorporate modern stuff into your your ninja, you know, gear and your ninja fighting.
2: So, so, so. two things about them. One, I like Foot Tech Ninja, and I, mm-hmm. I, I know this isn't like that wasn't a Foot Tech Ninja, but I just yeah. like I like Foot Tech Ninja, like that just rolls off the tongue very very nice. It's got a good mouth feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, two. I thought it was hilarious that uh, he's he's like, I'm going to present to you the last image that they saw. And he like looks at the floor and I thought it was going to be like a hologram that came out of the thing he was wearing. <laughs> yeah. And then he just like pulls out a remote and like, <laughs> like a <laughs> screen comes out of like the wall or it's not even, it's, it, it doesn't come out of the wall. It comes out of like the support beam because like shredders shredders like Shredder's, like, Xanatos from Gargoyles. Like, he has this giant skyscraper in New York with his logo on it. And it's, like, got this Japanese, like, building on top of it. And so Shredder's, like, office, like, where he is, is, like, themed to, like, this Japanese house. Um, So it's, like, all, like, wooden and, like, paper walls and stuff. And so, like, the support beams are, like, all wooden. And so it's just funny to see this, like, you know just this white screen slide out of it. <laughs> and that's what he projects, like the image that the mousers saw on it. So that is everything we had for the first three episodes of the 2003 series. Uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we are off to the races, uh, strong start. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Really so sort of grant, just a strong start to this. I'm really excited to see where it goes. Like I've been saying. Uh, and so, yeah. Yeah, it's uh,
0: it's definitely still my, I'm still enjoying it just as much as I did day one. It, it's a lot of fun.
2: Good. All right, Keith, take us into the news. This
5: is April O'Neill of Channel 6. <laughs> Excuse me.
4: <laughs> All right, I Cody, what that. do we got in toy news? So in toys we have Mattel's Turtles of Greyskull line, um, which for one wave one is out in stores. You know, He-Man mutated Leonardo Donatello Man at Arms, but we've also seen um, a deluxe figure Mouse Jaw, which is a mutated trap jaw who becomes fused with the Baxter Stockman Mouser Tech Mouse Jaw. Um, he's set to release on. The 7th of January. Some stores, it looks like he's a Target exclusive. Some stores have been putting him out on shelves early or getting it from the back for people. Um, but yeah, the 7th is when you should be able to get it. And then from NECA, we have their TMNT X Universal Monsters crossover line. Raphael is the Wolfman. He went up this week for pre-order on Amazon and Walmart, which they both sold out fairly quickly, but the shipping was estimated to be like uh january 12th so it looks like that figure should be floating out and about pretty soon as well
2: sick i know uh you've been a big fan of leo as the creature so it's maybe good it's maybe this will maybe this will be just as good
4: it looks fantastic i mean it's this is one of the best turtle lines so
5: I don't it was know, a, like a, I was
2: talking yeah. to Spencer about it. Like I'm, I'm not sure if I want to get back into it. Uh, you know, I've got all of the first ones, so I don't
4: know. I mean, you, uh, they're they're a special place in my heart. I've always loved. I just them. don't want like two Leo monsters. Come on! I mean, you can't. Like, have I'd get rid for of Hunchback for... Leo. Whoa, for... whoa! Hunchback Leo is one of the greatest figures of all time. Nah, I'd get rid of Hunchback, Hunchback Leo for a creature. He's a storage shell turtle. How dare you? Shame corner. This is why you're in the shame corner. <laughs> on, <man>. well,
0: <laughs> I don't I even know. gotta say, that... uh,
3: the, the turtle's a gray skull crossover. Mouse looks awesome, although I'm thinking about it now. And
4: why did, why did they not just call him Mouse Trap?
5: So yeah, trap
4: um, my guess seems... is because Mattel doesn't own that. And so yeah. it's more legal trouble than it's worth. Um, yeah, I did also. Uh, board game Mouse Trap? He comes yeah. with a build a figure piece for. Uh, Metal Bato, which is Metalhead combined with Roboto. Uh, but yeah, Mousetrap would be a cool name, but I, I don't think they'd ever want to touch that. Yeah.
2: All right, Spencer, what's in comic book news?
0: In comic book news, so, a couple of weeks ago when we recorded our, our last episode of last year, I forgot to mention that Ninja Turtle Saturday Morning Adventures number 8 is out, so that's out now. And the day after this episode airs, uh, number nine of that series will be out. So that's on the 10th of January. Uh, also out now is a preview for the last Ronin Two. my IGN, I think has it up on their article website. You can find it. Uh, if you like find IDW social media, uh, they've got a link to, to read the first 10 or so pages of the last Ronin Two re Yeah.
2: Uh, issue eight's got a fantastic cover of, uh, by by a friend of the show, Sarah Meyer, uh, also featuring fantastic character. Mr. Ogg, you know, Keith's favorite character.
0: Oh, boy. I mean,
2: that, he, he, that series uh, has been very good. Um, it Yeah. So. Like, it's genuine. It's genuinely one of the best things to come out of 87.
1: Yeah.
3: Although I'm not a fan of Mr. Og whatsoever. Oops. Sarah had a good time sure? drawing it. Yeah. Mr. Rog.
1: Yeah. Hey.
2: I feel, I feel like you've mentioned how much you love Mr. Rog on this show.
3: Yeah, no, totally. Um, the, the annoying sounds and the ridiculous, uh, bow tie and the terrible powers. Yeah. He's All all
2: right. Well, guys, thank you again for listening to this really long first episode of season four of Ninja Turtle power hour. Um, we had a lot of fun talking about this show and I can't wait to talk about it more. Uh, if you want to talk to us uh, about the show or anything else Ninja Turtles related, let us know somewhere on the internet uh, at Ninja Turtle Power Hour and Ninja Turtle PH on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, and uh, yeah, we love you. Take care. We'll see you next week.
0: That's our That's show. This- what are we doing next week? Next week, we're alternating to the comics before we alternate back to the cartoons. So we will be covering volume four of. The Mirage comic books. Really? Yep. Issues one, oh. two, and three. We're finally there. We're finally there.
1: Awesome. I'm really excited for that. Because it'll, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what, like,
2: how, because these were kind of going on at the same time. It'll be really interesting to see, like, what
1: kind of carries over to each incarnation. So, uh, very excited for that. cool 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 so that's our show this week
0: thank you again so much for listening and until next time cowabunga dudes certified certified
4: ionic smoothophonic hot soup Is it, does he have his, um, his tentacles? Um, is that what octopuses have tentacles? Yes. Yes. Um, are those I'm like, that it, was recorded. Is, is it wired?
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> on the figure? Yes. The, these ones is are it? wired, which is, that's why I was so interested in it because like m- the comic book doc that I got last year, um, didn't have wired tentacles. So, I like had to custom uh, make wired ones and they're fine I just made them a little too long.
4: Is that with like it's like um like little lights or it's like kind of like Yeah,
2: some people, like people like were using lights. Yeah, some people were using um like those little LED lamps. Um I used um like their mechanics mirrors, they're on like bendy like, mm. you know, lines. Um thing was I made them a little too long which I like it. It looks really cool, um, but they're also like
4: a lot harder to pose. Yeah, I imagine. Um, are, are the official ones just like where they do like the, like the yeah, rubbery plastic and like the bendy wire inside? It's not even,
2: uh, these ones, the the ones on this awk are, um, and then the one on the Spider-Man cartoon show that came with like Aunt May, those ones are bendy plastic, but mm-hmm. the original one that I had, Um, wasn't that one was just like hard plastic, but like pre-posed. Oh yeah. That's, that's hard. Yeah. So that's why a lot of people were like, we'll just customize our own. And then the cartoon one that came out, um, they said you could take those tentacles and put them on the comic book. Doc And I was like, well shit, if I had known that I wouldn't have dremeled (laughs) out these holes for mine. um, oh man but I mean this is fine like I like I like the movie costume I just don't care for the the head so I just put the comic book head on it it's a little big but if you get him in the right pose you can't even tell yeah it's all just angles yeah it's all angles so that angle I didn't didn't I send it to you
1: um oh no I sent it to Eric hang on Yeah, here in one second for me so anyway I hate Cody yeah, really, mm, jerk. Yeah. Late. He's the late worst
3: again. fourth guy we've ever brought onto the podcast. Late, late again. Late All he does
5: again. is
2: complain. Uh,
3: uh, uh, uh. So, uh yeah. I heard he eats
4: babies.
2: I heard he does too. Yeah. Who eats babies? Oh no! Oh, no hey, one. Cody, you're
5: back. Hi, how are yeah,
2: you? Yeah, welcome back. You don't We're know how many
4: babies I ate or not ate. Hmm, that's are the you? tune head. I uh, I don't think it looks bad.
2: Yeah, like like from straight on, it, it's a little a, it's like, eh. but then like when in that angle in the second shot, it's like, oh, OK.
4: Honestly, the only weird thing is it looks like his glasses are like upside down or something.
2: Yeah. So if for some reason, it's these ones, it, it, they're not upside down. It's just for some reason, like they got they're just um, wonky. These ones are actually upside down. That's the head it actually came with.
4: I like how you have a. That <laughs> were they put on upside down or you? Yeah, did that, they're glu- they're glued on upside down. <laughs> I was like, why do you have a picture ready of them upside down? Um, yikes! <laughs> that's, very, all you guys. that's very unfortunate, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, especially because he's like supposed to be like such a smart guy, but it makes him look like <laughs> such it, a. It's, it's so
2: wonky, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: oh, um, let's
1: see. Okay, so do we have any news tonight? There's like a it's smidgen a of toy news. news, comic news,
4: preview for LR two out. Huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the Last Ronin two has a has a preview that was printed off an article. I thought maybe you guys had already seen it, so I didn't send. Oh it. no, yeah. no. Yeah, it's like the first like ten or so pages.
4: Hmm. Interesting. I'm, I, I mean, I've play. seen like Tom Waltz posting like stuff every now and then. Yeah,
2: but I yeah, but I'm like specifically not reading it because I don't want to get
5: you
4: know. Not fair enough. I mean, I, I just I, I'm just lazy. I know it got just, pushed back. Like, I
3: because I went to my comic book store and I had several months worth of issues. You could see like on the backs of, I think it was Saturday Morning Adventures. Like it went from like coming in November, coming in December, coming in February.
4: <laughs> 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 I mean, would it be? A Turtles comic, especially the, the last Ronin comic, if it wasn't pushed back. Yeah. Us, yeah exactly. The thing is,
0: the, the original Mirage comics would always yes. get off schedule. and be If it's not well. late, it's not Mirage. Right?
4: Yeah. Yep. Right. Where's the preview at? Let's see. I'll read this, baby. Because I think, generally, I think spoilers um, enhance the story.
0: I mean, it's not it's not really a spoiler, because it's just the first... 11 pages like you know i'll pick up the comic book and, and read them again in a month when it comes out you know over a month in two months pretty much still
2: <laughs> i don't know why i thought they said moose jaw <laughs>
0: but uh nice jaw. Man, have you guys have any of you guys been like reading the current birds of prey book from dc no, no. when it when it comes out like in a trade paperback or whatever it's a high recommendation from me. It is really good. I was very surprised by it. It's got, like, great art and in, like, cool colors and stuff like that. And also, so, like, at first I was, like, super dubious about it because it doesn't have, like, Oracle. Like, it doesn't have Barbara Gordon in it at all. Like, it's Black Canary is, like, the only bird of prey, actually, in the story. And then they, like, bring in, like, Big Barda and and Zealot on the team and uh, Cassandra Kane and... And uh, Harley Quinn, you know, so I'm kind of like, I don't know, is this? But like, they're doing an extraction mission on to to, to steal someone like that's been brought to the and so they have to like fight Amazons and stuff like that, and and get get this girl off this island. It's actually really good,
4: <laughs> but I was really surprised. It goes, by that. it goes into the list of comics that I will someday read those things that I will someday do. It It,
0: it is worth reading. That's all I'm saying. It, it's really cool. Cause like, so this character Zealot or Zela, however you want to say it. Uh, she's like a, one of those like wild storm characters. Um, but she like does this whole ritual or whatever that makes it so that like, while she's on the Island, like she will not kill anyone. Like it's impossible for her to kill people. So she is like cutting people up and like doing things that would kill them. But then they just like, don't die. Cause like of this, magic thing she does but it sounds kind of
4: like, like cool. worse than dying
0: uh, yeah i mean except for it doesn't i don't know it doesn't seem like they're like screaming in pain they'll just be like i'm not dead <laughs> kind of thing like when, <laughs> when they don't die but you know it, like they, they get better you know they, they got better uh after after like a, a moment but it's actually like i said it, it i was i'm really surprised at how good a comic it is great action uh, granted, like at the the end of the story hasn't happened yet, but it seems like it's getting close to a conclusion. Mm. Uh, and the issue that I just read, it might have concluded currently because I'm an issue behind because DC Universe Infinite keeps things an issue behind, so it might have already concluded, but
2: it might just be a six issue story. Well, you not you know what's not uh, coming to an end? Ninja turtles. Ninja turtles. I don't think I don't think I think it's going to push past one hundred and fifty.
0: Oh, I think so too. I mean, if we've got a free comic book day issue that's introducing the Night Watcher, uh, and, and you know, one forty seven is out this month, I believe, or not? Yeah, the end of this month. Um, so that means that you know, March is uh, forty eight, April is forty nine, and that would mean May is fifty. So, like if we're getting a free comic book day, that's just introducing night watcher there's, there's no way.
3: Yeah. I'm surprised. We haven't heard anything about like who's taken over after Sophie.
2: I am. I'm kind of surprised
0: at that too. That is the interesting part.
2: Yeah. I'm curious to see if, when they'll announce it. Um, because like solicitations for post One Hundred and Fifty, I think this should be next month. Yeah. They should be very soon. Um. So, and then the first big comic book convention of the year is uh, WonderCon, which
1: IDW does go to. So it's like, maybe, maybe they'll we'll announce do. something there. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah. yeah. I
4: don't think that preview is real, Spencer. I can't find anything by Google searching.
0: No, I I've read the pages from... Ugh! I found this was from October.
4: seems like sure. a fever
0: dream.
1: no i I know I absolutely read those first few pages I got the, I got the two thousand three song stuck in my
0: head. Look, that jingle's fire, all right you can you can deny it all you I want. like the actual lo- jingle melody.
2: Yeah, that do doom do 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 doom 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 like that. I like. Yeah,
0: I do too. No, I love it. I think it's. I think it's better. It's
2: than the. the, it's, the
4: doo-doo, doo-doo, doo-doo. it's the butt rock.
2: It's the bugger. Like, <speaking altro> <speaking altro>
4: yeah, of oh, the actual like theme song. That's the best part. And like, then, like the riff. Come on. Yeah, the the riff is the best
3: part. That's a very very aggressive theme song, though. Yeah, I I like how aggressive. My wife was in the
2: other room. She's like, Jesus.
3: I remember, like, when it was on because I. I was in high school. I was like, I don't want anyone to know I watched this show based entirely <laughs> on the theme song, but like the rest of it was so good. Like, yeah, yeah. And I don't think it's a terrible theme song. It's a little all over the place. Like when Casey
4: Jones shows up and it goes all like spooky sound. It's like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Honestly, it's a banger. It does make me wonder why I didn't watch it originally. Hmm.
2: It makes me remember why I stopped watching it
5: originally.
4: It's that it's the weird thing where it's like we're getting back into a point of history where like you were 100% conscious for because like when when you think of memories when you're like 10 it's like I like that it gets hazier and hazier the further back you go. Yeah. But I was like 17, 18 mm-hmm. and so it's like like I was an active like you know thinking person by then and I was still right. into T like I had the toys forever. But how um, early
0: did you have to wake up to watch the cartoon?
4: you know i mean at that age, i think it know.
2: was i think it was a 10 o'clock cartoon for me
4: yeah because i mean granted when i was a kid like cartoons were on like freaking early like yeah when yeah. i was watching dragon ball z like it was like four thirty a.m because like it was oh, in like wow. the, the garbage time you but know that, yeah um,
2: that was in the syndication days when toonami did it then it was you know four o'clock
4: yeah then o'clock, yeah, yeah toonami was o'clock. normal um um it was the other yeah. four o'clock
2: yeah, not the four. Yeah, <laughs> just they just moved it twelve hours later. But no, like because when I watched when I watched Dragon Ball Z, like that was a lot of the, a lot of the anime back then in like nineteen ninety five, uh, when like Sailor Moon had come out, because that was that Sailor Moon was like one of my first anime. Yeah, and that was on like six in the morning, six yeah, that, seven like, seven in the morning. Worth,
4: like I was waking up for that. Ironically, yeah. If- in the 2000s era, if they would have played Tmnt in that afternoon block, I would have f- for sure watched it cuz I watched cartoons all the time at that time after work.
2: Um, I think they I mean, I think it did eventually when it went to Cartoon Network. It was on later on. Yeah. I
4: mean, I I never like, had like, like cable really, so yeah. um but yeah, like, I don't know why like and it's not like I wasn't like up on Saturdays generally watching stuff, but I guess it's just that weird kind of thing where it's just like Something didn't happen for no reason. Just the same way, like, around the era, you know, like, 2004 and onward, I was going to the comic book shops, you know, if I was ever in the mall or by them and, like, looking mm-hmm. at comics. So I remember seeing T comics, but for some reason I just never mm. felt the need to grab them. So it's this weird, like, lost era. Yeah. yeah. For me, this show came out, I, I would have been, like,
3: a freshman in high school. And I had just gotten... It must have been like, because this came out in like February of 2003, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it must have been December 2002 for Christmas. I got a small TV for my room. I always wanted a TV for my room. I remember like setting an alarm to get up to watch Ninja Turtles. It was like it was like this mm. Kirby right back at you and like
0: Ultimate Muscle were like the
3: best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yeah it's like
4: I oh, remember man. those. It's just I, I, I didn't like actively watch it. I don't oh, remember wow. Ultimate
0: Muscle, but I do remember Kirby right
2: now. you remember there. Ultimate Muscle? Even I
0: remember Ultimate right. yes, Muscle. I remember commercials like for it, but for whatever reason, it didn't interest me. And I, I I think what happened to something else that I liked watching was on at the same time on like oh, yeah. WB or ABC. What was TV?
5: the
4: was Ultimate Muscle's Japanese name? It was like, Kikuman?
2: Kikuman like, like, yeah, it's
1: like Kikuman. Something like that. I just remember it being the most ridiculous thing in the world. <laughs> Kinnikuman. Yeah.
4: No, I. Would, yeah, I mean, I would. When I was a kid, you. I had like the minifigures of those, yeah. so it, it Kini, was weird. It was Kini-ku. like, wow, there's there's a show about those little minifigures.
5: Yeah, yeah.
2: Kinniku is muscle, and then so Kinnikuman is Muscle Man.
4: Yeah, which is it's it's it was really strange because like all those little figures were so ridiculous and like bonkers out there. And like you have a show and they're doing that. And it's just like, I don't know. This is a trip.
2: (laughs) So I don't know if you guys had, I don't know if you guys had these out by you, but we had those, um, and those, you know, like, I mean, they're basically gotcha, gotcha toys. Um, before like, you know, people knew what gotcha were here in America. Um, but we had ones that were all themed after like Cholos called homies yeah yeah, oh, yeah, yeah we we had, did you have homies
0: i i remember seeing those yeah i remember seeing those <laughs> in like the in the quarter machines
2: where you yeah. there's of like like,
3: adventure brothers where they trap the, the souls of two thugs and some homies dolls do they really yeah
2: oh my god
3: it's just like a one-off line that uh orpheus says but yeah
4: um i always thought homies was a regional thing there was a newer version of that kind of thing, uh, Fistful of Power. Did anybody have those? No. no they were just, again, like, like little minifigures, and some were painted, some were, like, clear. For
0: me, the homies and stuff were boring. Like, if I had 50 cents, I was either getting a ninja or an alien.
2: Uh, I mean, was- yeah, like, I, I never collected them. It's just I remember people in my middle school were collecting them.
0: Uh-huh so yeah for me it was all about especially like those aliens like they had like the really big head and the tiny bodies i don't even know what they were called they might have just been called aliens yeah But there'd be like a hula one and all sorts of different ones that you yeah, can like get like the I'm
4: the cool. gumball-ish yeah. machines yeah
0: they'd be in the gumball machine i
4: used to love those and like i mean the best you'd also like you'd have to get like the classic sticky slap hand <laughs> uh, God, i hate those I, well, Where so, you like you'd inevitably like slap your brother right in the eye with it and it's like okay no more of that. <laughs>
0: The, the Blockbuster in Leighton had a gum, had a massive gumball machine that I remember always being excited for when we went to rent a movie because it had just like a big twisty ramp that went down that you could watch the gumball roll all the way down, practically That's to fun. the floor, which is probably super sanitary. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh,
0: but it was a massive gumball machine. Anyway, good old Blockbuster.
2: Good old Blockbuster.
0: I miss Blockbuster.
2: I did too I used to hang out not a not a blockbuster,
4: but I used to hang out at uh, the Hollywood video
2: that Hollywood used to be a used good. to be a
4: blockbuster. we uh, had one like shark video, I think too
0: it was I don't remember shark video, but yeah, there was a
4: video shark maybe it was um it was a very smaller one,
0: yeah, but I do remember remember Hollywood videos that were around here too, and then uh. There was this one in Kaysville that stayed open long after. It might, it might still be open today called Cosmos, Cosmos videos. That is just like a a rental place that, yeah, was ancient. I'd run past it.
4: Renting videos in person. Imagine that kids. Imagine that. I kind of miss it. Honestly, though.
2: I wonder if it'll, I wonder wonder if it'll make a comeback and
0: look at things.
2: You know, like yesterday, Best Buy started taking, you know, uh, physical media out of their stores. Wow. So you can't you can't buy movies and TV shows at Best Buy anymore. It was something just not, good not about, in like store.
3: like Friday. Parents pick you up from school, go to Blockbuster. Yeah, mess yeah. around for like an hour while they pick out a movie and you pick up the same video game that you've
4: rented four times. Mm hmm. You know, yeah, that, that was the pizza. magic when you could get like like you didn't, you weren't like following the video game news, except if like if you maybe had like a monthly magazine. Mm-hmm. So like any new game was just like a thrill, you know. Whereas yeah. now like you know every game that comes out and you're like, oh, those are crap games. I'll never play them. But like yeah. you're like, what's this awesome box art?
3: Yeah, it's a video game about the spot from Seven Up. It's got to be good. Hey, no, Clues my spot, God, no, Spot's Max. a good game. Cool I never said it wasn't. I never said it wasn't. Yeah,
2: but your tone was very <laughs> questionable.
3: Wait. I'm just saying, if I told you
4: that nowadays, you wouldn't play it. But back then, I was like, huh, because okay. there was always the like a set of games your parents didn't buy you, and like maybe your friends had them, but like for you, they were like, it was just like not in your wheelhouse. Because like back then, like at least my parents, like you got like a game maybe a couple maybe of Christmas. times a year, yeah. if that. Yeah. So it's like you had like. Man. Hundreds of games that were just new. So like, yeah, dumb little games. Like, yeah, Cool Spot. we <laughs> were just like,
2: I wish incredible. Cool Spot would make a comeback.
3: I remember when my dad like, I, I finally took the Sega Genesis from him, and we had like, like nine games. I was like, I feel like we had like four thousand games, but less than a dozen games we I owned across my childhood.
0: Yeah, it's amazing.
1: Yeah, it's all had yeah, for Super
0: Nintendo as well.
4: Wild.
1: I don't know how many I had. Like, I mean, I had maybe, like, Super
4: Nintendo, I had more, um, because then it was, like, I was old enough to, like, actively want them and ask for them, so I had, a, I probably had about, like, 20, which, again, it was that same kind of thing, like, I never had Mega Man, but my friends did, or my cousins did, but, and then, God forbid, someone else had, like, a Sega Genesis, and they had, like, a whole other world of games that so was just, like... Yeah, no,
3: I was a Genesis kid, and a. A super nintendo world
4: yeah same <laughs> yeah, yeah we i was always nintendo
0: it's absolutely wild that there was a video game i sorry I, like that's like i'm just catching up but, but like, you're this, like you looking at that <laughs> about the spot
1: but, so yeah i mean that was that was kind of an
4: era where like promotional games were as legit as like other games yeah. because like they they all had the same amount of effort it was, it I was feel only, like, I mean, there I was still like tie like in only... games that were kind of crappy, but it was still before that era where they could well, easily slap out And it. not only is there Too a video like... game about the spot, but there's a sequel. There,
3: he got a sequel. It was such a good game.
1: <laughs> Wait, it's not on here. <laughs>
3: huh?
1: There's... What's the sequel called? Spot Goes to Hollywood? But like, I mean, I we're actually... not even giving it stuff to oh, like shit. Pepsi Man
4: or stuff like that. Yeah, Pepsi Man? Heck yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like yeah, it was here, definitely in the 2000s Hollywood. When I was a kid it's definitely when we all learned that when you got something something the video game that it was going to suck. Like, yeah. oh yeah. If it like at a certain age you realized, okay, if it says that it's if it says the video game in the title.
2: Yeah, anything you know, that has like yeah. there was a time when like anything that had the subtitle the movie. Uh-huh. It was like uh yeah,
3: the, the best game. one, was is Street Fighter, the movie, the game.
2: Yeah. That's
4: just Inception. Yeah. Though it really declined. You can, you can kind of see, like, you can track the quality as, like, game budgets go higher, and, like, they become more expensive to make on those systems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, like, you can just have, like, a, a couple people literally making the whole game.
2: That's the yeah. Chester Cheetah game. Too cool to fool dizzy devil <laughs> there was what like was
3: a, a whole Disney run of like tasmania? Tasmania? uh tasmania like games that were really good too like or maybe the
4: i'm Toy thinking story game
2: theory. and yeah no, the, the, the first story story game was really good yeah.
4: aladdin uh, was good
2: uh, i like aladdin I on mean, the genesis way more than good
4: or just like soul crushingly ridiculously hard <laughs> uh good graphics soul crushingly ridiculously hard. the lion king hey, game was yeah. the
2: lion king game was really good mm-hmm uh Gargoyles yeah, was know. really good that just got re- remastered Um put out you can buy it on Switch now
5: mm-hmm.
2: huh. I never played the Jungle Book game I remember a lot of people liked that one then there was like the Goof Troop game for Super Nintendo Goof Troop was good I like Goof Troop have you played have you seen the Super Nintendo or the Disney Afternoon Collection
4: um no
2: they're just um, it, it's just you know repackaged versions of like the four the four early Capcom uh Disney afternoon games, so oh, like oh. Chippendale one and two, Ducktales one and two, Tailspin
4: and Darkwing yeah. Duck, which like, I did get like for of Ducktales or something.
2: Oh yeah, I have I have the remaster from Way Forward. I have it. Yeah.
1: Uh, I have it on PC, PS3, and my Wii U
2: because <laughs> uh, I love that game. It's one of the last ones that like with the original like uh Scrooge McDuck voice before he passed away. Mm. It's like you can hear how old he is, but
1: um like I mean he's he's doing it. He voice acted the entire game. Uh what was I gonna say though? The uh
2: so Darkwing Duck, like you know for years I didn't know it was basically a Mega Man game. <laughs> it's just like I suck I sucked at Mega Man games, but I could beat Darkwing Duck.
0: I just got the the Castlevania collection since I'm like it's, really into Metroidvania since I love Metroid so much. I was like, I should play Castlevania. Oh,
2: Spencer, I'm pushing through Super Metroid now.
0: Oh, really? Yes, pushing through as in as in like <laughs> it's a chore or?
2: Uh, I mean, I'm picking it up and I'm picking it up. You know, going a little bit further. Um, but I beat Kraid. Oh, nice. Um, and then. I think I just got the power bomb. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I can see why people like it. I, there's something, there's some things I wish, like I wish the sound effects were a little bit better. I've never liked super Nintendo sounds, but, mm-hmm. um, like it's, it's cool. It's very moody. I, I do not know how kids played it back then and knew what to do.
4: Oh, I there's like,
3: a, well, we're totally missing like the, the
4: playground. Uh, well, there's that. There's awesome also like enough. endless hours of trial and error because you had it's yeah. like you had choices. <laughs> you like you have yeah. to
2: stand in like every spot and then aim and shoot in every direction.
4: Well, that one. I mean, there's also I mean, like you know, like Nintendo. What is it like? Players' guides. Um, Nintendo right, Power. But, they used to have like a, a phone line you could call and shit. Yeah, I mean, right, I never but did if that. If it, it didn't I was, have like, like Nintendo Power, if
2: your parents didn't let you call that phone line, like. How would you? How would you progress in that game? Like it just drives you, me. Nuts. You go to the store. No you hand through video
4: game magazines.
2: Yep.
3: Or, or like, like he was saying, like, imagine all the time you spend every night making yourself dinner, doing laundry, all that kind of crap. You had all that time just to shoot missiles at everything in Metroid. <laughs> yeah, and,
4: and Have any of you things, ever like played such a battle? Was that? In Ogre Battle 64, I mean, this is when I was slightly older, like teens, but there's a, you can, there's an item duplication glitch
5: mm-hmm.
4: that me and my brother-in-law came upon naturally and like broke the game for ourselves because you could just like dupe every item. And it's like, it's, it's somewhat like there's multiple steps in it, but we like literally just like happened upon it, even though it's like a well-known glitch. So mm-hmm. it's That's awesome. Weird things yeah. happen.
0: I won't spoil anything for you in, in super Metroid, but there, there is a certain thing that you'll pick up that, uh, that helps. Makes it that a lot easier. Yeah. yeah. Is yeah.
2: it, no, oh, I mean, I don't know. I have, I have the various suit. Uh, I have, I think I have most, I have the freeze beam. Um,
3: this is, I, it's like, a, I think it's called the x-ray visor or something it lets you like yeah. look around right. to see where oh holes okay are. yeah i don't have yeah. that yet yeah that, that um, helps quite a bit even that's kind of slow it's still just at, at the rate it moves but it's oh, much yeah, easier yeah. than yeah, trying to shoot, shoot everything.
0: everything yeah you're just running around everywhere like just scanning every last <laughs> inch of every yeah yeah, yeah. I, I mean like i little- like little- i have, little-
2: I have little- I, like i have the guide from ign open too like i'm like if I yeah. get stuck, then I just go back to that. But I'm like, how would you play this game without? Knowing
3: and me? the first time I played it, I only had Game Facts, so like I had a text version of it. Yeah, <laughs> like, Where the hell am I?
2: <laughs> Remember yeah,
3: printing out like...
4: Game Facts, and it would be like a book. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh god.
3: Speaking of like weird duplication glitches and stuff, um, I had Rampage for the PlayStation, and during one loading screen, I was just like randomly pushing buttons, and it said on the screen, "Password accepted." <laughs> I, for, the, for the life of me i've never like i've looked up cheats for the game and stuff and i have no idea what happened I, I don't know what i pressed nothing seemed to actually change in the game but i was like what in the world i, I wish oh, i knew i wish do. i
0: could figure it out it's time to ask uh, the internet this question put it out there like you know have people share it try and get in touch with the developers
5: yeah <laughs> let, let, let me see because i have
0: investigative journalism yeah,
3: I haven't checked in a long time. PS, what
4: version of the uh, game artifacts.
3: was it? It was the the original PlayStation version. Rampage World Tour—that's what it's called.
1: Cheats. Let me see. I miss like Sega Genesis box art, like early Sega Genesis box art. Like, look at that! Look at how cool that was. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Yeah, I mean, there's a few. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. Triple score for health power ups.
3: I probably did something stupid like that, or like food. iron iron stomach.
1: You can eat anything. Yeah, probably just did something stupid like that.
2: Like when when Sega moved to like the red
1: border on their cartridge cases, like yeah. <laughs> Alright, should we get started? No, no
5: let's,
3: oh, talk, let's just I'm keep so, talking about games. Actually, let's yeah, just cut is, it here and just pick it up next week. Yeah, this is more fun. <laughs> <laughs> We've already done basically a podcast at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean have you guys awesome. ever seen have you guys ever seen the basement yard on TikTok? The basement yard? I'll send you some of their TikToks. God, they're so funny. Is it the yard? Uh no, basement. Basement yard. The basement yard. Because I've heard of the yard. Yeah, maybe you know what you're talking about. It's like these two, they're like these two friends and they're just like, it, they're just so aggressively funny.
4: Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I know those two. I don't, I didn't know the name of them, but. Yeah. The, the best one is like, cause there's like a quote, quote unquote like dumb one and like the smart one. Right. And then for one thing it's flipped cause they're talking about like iron and cereal and like the dumb like the smart one usually is like did you know it's you there's iron in cereal and he's like yeah it's like you can eat it and he's like yeah he's like what form is it in and he's like it's iron
2: <laughs> uh yeah um the, yeah there's that one there's the like i would never like you're not my type he's like i'm so your type <laughs>
1: like uh it's so good I mean, all right anecdotal,
4: it's that's the podcast model fellas.
1: I hey no, I'm just
2: saying. I mean, I would love to br- be able to bring that energy every week. <laughs> it, it is a lot of energy. It is a it, lot of energy. Yeah, it involves. But also, Mike, I mean, Michigan but also, corner. it, it benefits. It benefits. Or I mean, their benefit is that they're recording across from each other. Like you know, yep. we're not looking at each other. We don't even. We don't even have cameras on. Like, yeah. Like my I'm first podcast I used to do. On. Like it was four of us. At one table, and so we had that energy every week because we could yell at each other and you yeah. know, throw stuff at each other if we wanted. I
4: It'd have seen week, Mike's uh, true face. It would be
2: nice to
0: throw stuff at each other.
2: It would be nice.
0: Yeah,
3: it would be nice. I've had yeah. this this whipped cream pie sitting here for like three years.
2: Oh, it's, it's probably real bad now.
3: Yeah, no, it's it's this is an awful experience. We're recording. Should have used every week, you should
4: have yeah. used meringue because then it would just form into. See, man, where were you three years ago? <laughs> oh, man.
2: Should he use shaving cream? That's what they use for TV. Ah,
4: Damn. That's that's always fun when you get into. I bet like shaving cream fake. would mold after three years. I bet it would just sit down in the open.
2: I don't like, think it, it would just it would just but it would dry out. Yeah,
0: there would, it would. No air. And then mold and then mold.
2: Like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> I shave my head every three days. So it's like I, I, I go through a lot of shaving cream and it's like. You know, like when you use shaving cream and it's like a little bit comes out of the nozzle still.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: And
4: it's, uh, like, it's a husk of. Yeah. And then so like, I come
2: back to it the next day and it's like basically just like, you know, Crystal. air bubbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that are like trapped years. in white foam. Huh? But that after three years. But after three years, yeah, I think it would have broken down. Like, I mean, I you could the... blow on it and it'll just, dis- and it'll disintegrate. So it's like.
5: Uh, yeah.
4: All right. I forgot a banana in my car once. Um, you you fool and then like i i needed to sell that car so i was cleaning it out like 3 years later and i found like a it was like a oh. petrified shriveled black banana right oh. so it was like shrunken down you know and it was like i don't know if it was mold or if like the banana turned into it was like um almost like a dandelion thing like that kind of oh. wispy thing so i I hate Left- everything
3: you're saying right
2: now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna get even better. Uh, oh no! I had a banana in like my lunchbox. This is like fifth grade, and this cool like Batman backpack that had a blue like lunchbox that looked like his grappling gun, mm-hmm. and I had a banana in it, and I forgot I had a banana in it, and then I stopped using that backpack and I put it in my closet. Years later, maybe not years later, sometime later. I'm cleaning out my closet and I found the lunchbox and I opened it and it was full of bugs and like fruit flies.
1: Uh I zipped it back
2: up immediately. Threw it back in my closet.
1: No. And for years
2: did not come back into my closet. How old were you? This was like. This was two years grade. Fifth grade, two two and a half years ago. Yeah, two and a half years ago. (laughs) Still there. It was like fifth grade. So like Mm
5: -hmm. years,
2: years later, years later. Like I think I'm moving out on my own for the first time. So I'm in like my early 20s. Oh no way! I finally clean out
1: (laughs) my closet,
4: (laughs) and I find the lunchbox. It's clean. A whole civilization. There's nothing in there. Wow. Interesting. Maybe like you know, your I mom or something so. found so
2: it. I, so to this day, I don't know if I dreamt it <laughs> or maybe like, like I have such you a inhaled a toxic memory.
4: spores and just like had like a like a drug
2: trip. I, did, I have such a vivid memory of seeing what was in there and zipping it shut and throwing it in the back of the closet.
5: Well, It's
4: not like there's never bugs in the car necessarily, but that banana, it was just like a, a petrified banana. I mean,
0: we're, we're talking wow. like, we're talking like, you know, 10 years there,
4: you know? Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, I is, guess it's possible the bugs ate it, all bug. of it and then they just exactly. moved on with their lives. Yeah. They moved but, out.
2: But but it's like, I never saw the bugs come out of my closet.
4: But you well, would also find, well, you'd well, you at least find room? like, I didn't. you can find like, have you, have you guys ever seen like, if you were going through like old stack of books, there's like those little like weevil like bugs. You know yeah. Know I'm about? You can find that. like didn't find anything. Because there there should be some remnants. So I, I know. I say, we'll then we'll then leave it up to the listeners them. to decide. I think you're insane, Mike. You're, it's like Shutter Island. Type. Tri- I, I think yeah, there more it is. bugs came and ate the husks and left. So you know? yeah, yeah,
2: the only the only I, thing I can think of is we did have a like we did have like a mouse problem because we lived like by the freeway, like in Southern California. Everybody lives by a freeway,
1: mm-hmm. but it's, like the
2: freeway was in our backyard, and so we would have mice come into the house every now and then. there should be at least been mouse poop we did find mouse poop so Mm -hmm. so that's the only thing i can think of
4: unrelated Uh, did any of you like when you were a kid like people told you like mouses carry diseases and their poop carry diseases and so one time i I touched mouse poop and i was convinced i had some kind of disease
2: (laughs) you probably still do
4: you probably still do yeah
2: (laughs) uh but yeah um Yeah, everybody used to say, I mean, especially because we, like we said, we used to deal with, like, mice and rats all the time.
1: Um, My house isn't there anymore. Used to be, got torn down because they expanded the freeway. Hmm. So I can never, I can never show my, my nieces where we grew up. Speaking of filthy, diseased rats.
4: (laughs) Nice segue. Let's start this podcast 50
3: <laughs> minutes later.
2: <laughs> this was good. Yeah. It's a great bonus. Content. Hey, this is the first bonus content of the year. Look at this.
3: True, yeah, true. Yeah. It's, it's coming out swinging.